Hi, welcome to episode two of Westeros FM. It's Matt Eads, Brandon Lynch, and we're going to go now to weather with Oliver Regular. Oliver, how's it looking up there in the north? Winter has come, you guys. It's looking mighty cold, especially from the north. Real frosty. I wonder if introing this show the same way six times is going to confuse people. <laughs> <laughs> it's still winter. Uh, still fraught. Well, it might not. Maybe winter ends oh, before the season's over. It's a nice short winter. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. It the longest. I guess we don't know how much time has passed since uh, they declared winter on end now. That's a good point. It seems like what's been happening this season is all taking place in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Uh, welcome to episode two, Westeros FM. We're going to be talking about episode two of season eight of Game of Thrones, which is called. Uh, I had it in my head. The night, uh, the night of seven, uh, a night of the seven kingdoms. Is that oh, really, is, is that really an called? or a K? Uh, I think it was K. Oh. A night, knight, Yeah, but night would be good because the whole thing was one night. That all would also be good. Hmm. Well, I'm I'll, not I'll certain. T- I'll look it up. I've only right heard now. this. I've only heard this title audibly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well then, and therein lies the flaw in our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> a knight with a K, a knight of the seven kingdoms. Oh, that would be good if it was. Yeah, it should have been at least a knight in the seven kingdoms, and then he could have worked both ways. Oh, man. Opportunity missed. Holy. Let's put the K in brackets, and then it's up to you, the viewer, to decide. What do you think? brackets on all our titles. What do you think? <laughs> leave, it, leave it ambiguous. Yeah. Um, tremendous episode. Well, real feel-good episode, uh, almost, in the way the Game of Thrones rarely is. In an in a ominous sort of way. Yes. Like, like, maybe just because we are fans of Game of Thrones, it was very much a, oh, look at their... They're they're closing the arcs on all these people in a really satisfying and, and happy way before they fucking murder them all. Yeah, they. I, th- this episode left me feeling pretty good about everybody. Like everybody could die now, and I'd feel okay about those stories. I got enough closure on yeah. basically everybody. Yeah, a lot of uh, high morale. Feels yeah. like morale's high, as high as it's going to be with the army of the dead bearing down on you. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, what's on your mind? All I don't. I don't know. Like, lot, lot to unpack it, this episode. It's um. You guys mentioned how uh, they close off, like they they provide closure for a lot of these characters mm-hmm. in a way that uh, we, the three of us, are speculating. Like a lot of these people are going to die next week, which we were like, just I mean, that's, kind of idly, right? Like like sort of jokingly almost. But who are our like real deal? Assuming that next episode is kind of the battle that they built up. Right. With, with with the undead, mm-hmm. who are our, who do we think is not going to make it? The named ones that we have, uh, heavy odds are Brienne, Grey Worm, Theon, Jorah, and Tormund. Basically, Tormund is a fifty fifty. Anybody with a good scene, dark horse. This episode, yeah. it's probably fuck Gendry. Maybe yeah, Gendry could mm-hmm. be on there. You know, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if any of the Starks did, but more because their main 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 plot or mm-hmm. main cast well, than. In my opinion, Sansa needs to move on to part B of this season. Yeah. Some of them. Sansa, yeah. and if if the conflict that we... If, if we think there's going to be a, like, Daenerys versus the North conflict, Sansa and Danny pretty much have to make... And Jon pretty right. much have to make it like through. Those three you would think would be... A-John. 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 It's a soft G. I see. He's still John. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Arya seems like she'd be in the thick of it, right? Yeah. So she's pretty high up on that that Deadpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also um, like magic and maybe can't die anymore. Who knows what Arya can do now? Yeah. I feel like Bran maybe doesn't get out of here. 
Mm. You don't think so? Yeah, I don't know. Do we think? Because I so- feel like this whole thing ends without a three-eyed raven. I feel like things when this is all over, it is. We live in a, a world that is very normal again. But is that like? Is that the Eternal Night, though? If the Three-Eyed Raven dies and the Night King brings his Eternal Night? No, I think the it's only Eternal Night if you can get rid of all the existing information and then kill the Three-Eyed Raven. Do we think it's literal Eternal, like the sun will not come up anymore? Or is it like, maybe Eternal Night means... Because remember, this this story started with like no magic in the universe and magic is slowly bleeding back in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe Eternal Night is just like no magic. Yeah, could be. You know? I yeah. think it's no, like, no man. No, no man? Yeah, no, mm. no anything... Uh, and no, uh, no one like the three-eyed raven to kind of carry forward uh, the knowledge of what used to be around. It becomes Dark Souls world, basically. Yeah. There was a. I don't know if we mentioned it last show, but um, Brando, you mentioned. Are you? We may have talked about it off air, but there was there were the thoughts about uh, Littlefinger faking mm-hmm. his death. Hmm. Could he still be in there? I I was thinking about this, and I don't believe in that. But an a really cool like very end of everything scene would be like Westeros is decimated by the the Night King, mm-hmm. and it's just a wasteland. And you see someone float up onto the shore or whatever, and then there's the trek to. A wasted away King's Landing and the Iron Throne is still there and the man sits down and it's revealed to be Littlefinger. Littlefinger. King uh, of the Finger. Ashes like Varys yeah. predicted. Yeah. That'd be that'd feel be, good ending we all yearn for. <laughs> that'd be kind of a cool scene but I yeah. don't think that'd happen. Like No and I think if, if that does end up being a thing I think it is very much a like post this fight like I don't think he's gonna show up anytime soon relative to this season being over. Yeah. Obviously there's the season's going to be over soon, but... Yeah. yeah. Do we think that they are going to wrap basically all this Night King, Three-Eyed Raven, magic stuff, wrap it all up in the next episode or two, and then spend the last two maybe... Because Cersei is still yeah, doing yeah, something. We didn't he- hear from her at all this episode. I have a, I have a theory that I I don't want to share right now. I want to go through the, the, the episode and... Uh, Talk about it at the end. Stay tuned. Yeah, then we'll take our then we'll take our our rebets that we take at the end of every Westeros <laughs> FM. Yes, it's true. On who will sit the Iron Throne? <laughs> yes. Um, who was my guest? I can't remember who. It was a good guest though. During the episode, I had a real long. It was like this is my real long ball pick for the Iron Throne. Was it Davos? No. Maybe Pod or no, something. No, what's his face? Uh, Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, current. Oh, Ed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ed. Let's mark it now. Ed sits the throne. Yeah. Uh, so the episode starts off. Uh, okay, the last episode started with, or ended with Jamie meeting eye to eye with Bran. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's that, there's that uh, recognition that um, shows up on his face. Like, holy shit, like, this is the kid that. Pushed you out of the yeah. tower. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one starts with Jamie on trial, right? And I mean, Jamie, as everybody sort of knows him, like as everybody in world knows him, is kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the Kingslayer. Yeah, the Kingslayer. Um, so he's he's standing trial and he's face to face with Daenerys, and Daenerys is accusing him. What did she say? She's like, my brother and I talked about what we would do yeah. when we found the man who killed our father yeah. such and such and such and so i mean that's looking at from looking at it uh from her perspective that's that's kind of impactful right like this is the guy who essentially 
overthrew us. Mm. She, like, she does she know? Because we know that Jamie's Kingslayer story is he's sort of the hero who mm-hmm. who took one for the team and is going to be Brandon Oathbreaker, but saved everybody's lives. Sure, um, that's not she, widely known though. But she, but like. She has been told repeatedly the type of person her father was and how he was just burning people alive at the end. And, like... Maybe sh- it's still your dad. Yeah, maybe. I I was very surprised that nobody... Because people come to speak on Jamie's behalf during mm-hmm. that scene. I was surprised nobody brought it up of, like, well, here's what was happening when he stabbed your dad in the back, so well, maybe we can... no one brought it up even during the entire course of this season. Like, no one was it's sitting true. there being like, it's true. It's- oh, it was justifiable. Like, I think... As a member of the Kingsguard to kill a king is it supersedes like well he was kind of a dick like yeah, your one job I don't know it, no, don't, don't we don't we kind of like I think isn't us that three that, at this table could yeah, totally be like oh that's probably the right call but isn't that <laughs> but, like because like that, that is part of in the earlier seasons that's like Brienne coming around on Jamie and stops calling him Oathbreaker and because she learns the nature of it all and that's when we the audience learn it of like okay he. But that was straight from, like, so that, that, that scene you're referencing is that bath scene, right? Mm. Where he actually comes clean about everything that happened. Like, actually tells the truth. Yeah. He had dragon but, wildfire under the set. But even before then, like, Jamie... So, as, as the story goes, Jamie kills the, the king and kind of sits on the throne and, and, and waits to see who, who shows up. And the first person to show up was Honest Ned. Mm. And so Ned, being Honest Ned and um, being at odds with the Lannisters in one way or another is like, fucking Jamie. Like, <laughs> King you. killer. Yeah, exactly. And so I think everybody's just under the impression because Ned said, hey, yeah. Jamie's the one that yeah. killed him. And like, and so, yeah. And it's your one job. Like, even if the guy was a dick, you literally have one job. Yeah. He was to not but kill the king. Jamie, the, the, the part Jamie pulled his shoot was when the king was like, literally, okay, just blow up King's Landing. We're going we're gonna to blow up all of King's Landing. I've got wildfire under the Sept, under the Red Keep, under all the houses, under the entire city. Just blow mm. it up. Kill, burn them all. Right. And Jamie was like, well... Whoosh. But this was also this was like young Jamie. This is young brash Jamie. Like yes, he did the right thing. But then yeah, that face off between him and Ned. He's not about to plea with Ned and try to like, hey, no, 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 this is not what it looks. It's like well, and there was well, even fucking if Ned says and fucking fuck you. There's even a scene between Jamie and Ned. Is there not where yeah. Jamie tells Ned he's like, you want to know what he was doing? When I killed him. And doesn't yeah. Ned say, like, I don't give a fuck, yeah, basically? Like yeah, Ned's yeah. like, it, I don't care. Yeah, because it, it, it is, it's just, like, I think it's the way it was back yeah, then. You just fucking, no matter what, you didn't kill the king if you were a Kingsguard. And, and we've learned, like, Ned is honorable to a fault. Right. Mm-hmm. Is Ned's biggest weakness is yeah. how honorable he is. And so from that point, he was just branded Kingslayer. And it, it goes on to what uh, Tywin had always said about, um, what did he say about the sheep and the lion? The the lion doesn't concern himself with the opinions of the sheep. Mm. And so he kind of just wore that on his, on his shoulder mm. for mm. this whole time. Like, yeah, fine, I'm the Kingslayer. Yeah. I killed the king, whatever. Yeah. I'm Jamie Lannister, the golden lion. That's him forever now. But he also, like, underneath super cared. Yeah, That was, like, the Jamie thing where even when he was talking to Tywin and... He's like, oh, you shouldn't concern yourself with the 
opinions, opinions of the sheep. And he's like, I, I don't care what people think of me. And he's like, you, that's what you want people to think mm-hmm. of you mm-hmm. is that you don't care what people think of you. He's a good man at the end. Unlike his twin sister, it seems like he's got a little bit of a redeemable. He's a arc, great, maybe. great man. And Especially I, coming out of this one. I even note here that Jamie doesn't deny it and he doesn't, doesn't try to justify it. No. Right? He doesn't jump. He doesn't like, Hey, you guys, like, I know this was way in the past, but I've changed and this is actually what happens. Like, he doesn't do that. Like, no. he's, he's, he's here taking his lumps. He's, he's a changed man. He's grown up. He's grown a lot more mature. Mm. Like, he knows what he did. He knows what people think about, about him. But I mean, like, at, at a certain point, like, if Brienne didn't stand up for him, like, He's probably what, what did he do? Because I think John, John, it, it kind of seemed like it was a get two out of three votes between John, Daenerys, and Sansa. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure John was going to fucking take anyone at that point. Yeah. And I always forget that nobody knows that Jamie pushed Bran out the window other than Jamie and mm. Bran and I guess Cersei, Cersei are the only yeah. ones who know. Yeah. And they're like, uh, before she died, I think, um, Mom had figured it out, Catelyn. Yeah. She had mm. put it together, but she, like, I think they're the only living people. Hmm. So that's interesting, because the only thing Jamie really says about everything... Uh, well, Sansa, Sansa sort of uh, uh, accuses him, like, you attacked my father in the middle of King's Landing. Yeah. Like, unprovoked attack or whatever, and then Jamie, the only real defense he says is, like, we were at war, it was Starks versus Lannisters. Mm. Yada, I do yada, it all yada. again. Yeah, I do it all again. For the love of my family. And then Brad chimes in with the things we do for love, which fucking... And everyone in the room. Excellent timing. Like, everyone in the room. As far as watchers go. Yes, for the audience, fucking amazing. (laughs) Everyone in the room, Brad says the things we do for love, and just big pause, and everyone over the space of like 20 seconds slowly looks at the end of the table... And, like, shares a glance and no one says anything. And they're like, mm-mm. Somewhere in the back, people are like, why is he always fucking saying stuff like that? What did he say? He should get that, like, he shouldn't be on the stage. He shouldn't, he shouldn't be up there. He should be in bed. Put him in the back. Like, yeah. <laughs> the most random, like, like who is this fucking... Why don't you wheel here? him out to the God's tree and just leave him? Now come here, Bran. You're obviously very tired. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, total uh, no sell though. I really, I really like that because it was just, a, just a call right to the beginning, and and it was the most like unjustifiable thing for Jamie. Like Jamie didn't even say anything back to him because it's probably like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. It's it's funny. I had a dis- I had a discussion about Jamie, um, and. Yeah, this this is sort of one of the crooks of it's one of the um, things that sort of uh, that 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 gets this ball rolling, right? Because mm-hmm. he pushes Bran out the window, Bran gets paralyzed from the waist down, and that sort of starts tra- the, at least Bran's trajectory. And he brings that up, and there's really it's totally out of context for anybody, like in 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 world, yeah. And yeah, um, I guess Brienne just stands up for Jamie and tells this story. And it, it, apparently, she has a lot of clout because everybody's listening to her. Mm-hmm. And this sort of turns the tides for Jamie. Yeah, yeah. specifically yeah. with Sansa. Yeah. yeah, and Sansa is like, and it is immediately before this scene, the very, very beginning of the episode, where um, they realize that Cersei is not sending her army to fight the mm-hmm. the undead, and and Tyrion's been fooled. Uh, and Daenerys is like ultra, just petulant, oh, yeah. almost yeah. like like are you, you fucking yeah. kidding? You me? either lied to me or you're a fool. Like get fucked, basically. Yeah, yeah. she's super shitty towards constantly Tyrion this entire episode. I kind of get when yeah. your king of the or your queen's guard or your hand of the queen, um, 
is just it feels like he is constantly wrong over and over and over again it's true to a degree which coming out of this episode i was like Tyrion's up to fucking something you think so yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think because that's they keep, interesting because they keep saying how smart Tyrion is in a way that uh they're making him look dumb and i feel like if they're if he was looking this dumb and they wanted him to keep looking dumb they wouldn't keep doing like He's the most clever man I've ever met, yeah. and stuff That's like that. That's a good that. point, it's actually. Kind of like how they, uh, they, they, they made note to say the crypts are safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At every turn this episode. Yes. I sort of yes, chalked... where the dead live. <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck, I didn't even think about <laughs> that. No. They said Just it a lot. Headless Ned Stark gonna, well, like, come charging. And the thing that I keep thinking Leanna. is, like, like John knows what this guy can Gern, do. I know, I know. Gone. Um... Yeah, so Brienne sort of turns the tide for him. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, to, to my point, she's oh. she uh, Daenerys is being like super petulant uh, towards her hand. Not the first time she's done it. She's done it with Jorah. She's mm-hmm. done it, basically anytime anybody fucks up, Daenerys throws a temper tantrum and exiles them, and then they come back and redeem themselves. Sure, that's a good um, queen should. And then Sansa, by comparison, takes Brienne's word immediately and is like, "I he should say I trust you." And mm-hmm. you see Daenerys like whoosh. A real sharp she looks over and just stares at her and the camera even like loses focus on Sansa and goes yeah. into Daenerys and just like I wonder if they're trying to show you how different these two ladies yeah. are in almost like it, it feels like it's going to come to conflict yeah. and here are the ways they're different like they're both you know good quote unquote people but because it comes up later but because we're talking about it right now I think they do the exact same thing when Theon shows up and they're very much like the way she goes and hugs Theon and Daenerys just like <laughs> just, watches her walk over to Theon in a way that I feel like they're trying to make Daenerys up to be like, these people like love this woman in a way that my fucking soldiers don't. Yeah. Don't like come up to me and hug me. Yeah. Like, and I wonder, I wonder if maybe like maybe Sansa will just teach her the lesson of like, you know, you can be, you don't have to be feared. Mm. You, you can be loved. That works. She also teach it to her with a knife. Yeah. They do. They do show a lot of um, uh, what's 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 the word when it, it's opposite aspects of something. Dichotomy. Sure. Is yeah. The, the dichotomy between how like they did a lot last episode um, between how Daenerys rules and how John rules. Like mm-hmm. they they mentioned that, and then in this episode. They show the difference between yeah Sansa and Danny, which is yeah interesting. Constantly c- contrasting yeah. her with the Starks, yeah. and maybe yeah. it just leads to like the the kind of the reset of the world theory of like the North is too different. But the, the North rule yourself like you have Warden of the North, reset mm. it all. Starks in charge, whatever. Uh, maybe maybe that is I could see it leading there as well. That would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it does make a lot of sense, but um, Danny seems like she wants all or nothing. Yep. And that's like uh, even uh, we'll, there's we'll a scene talk coming up. Yeah, yeah that's we'll talk about it with her and Sansa. But there's like a, there's like a, a a line that's that said where Danny's like, oh well, I don't know. I guess that's that's where we differ. Yep. Um, something I'm really interested in with with the with this whole season, what they're setting up in the, these last two. Uh, last two episodes is that conflict with Danny where the Starks more, more, more with John and Danny where, um, they're setting her up as like this kind of cruel ruler and John kind of like the just fair ruler. And I had this, so I watch with my family and they're, they, they don't 
dig as deep into it as we do. Mm, they're not podcasting every week. No, they're not. Like <laughs> I, I try to talk to them in, in a way that I talk to you guys, and it just doesn't. It just doesn't like register as no. as well. Um, but they're mostly like, oh well, they're gonna oh John and Danny. Like, what what did my cousin say? Well, uh, John is John is the 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 rightful heir. But like you know, they'll just get married and there'll just be a king and queen, and it'll all mm. be good. Like no. it's too easy. They might. On, it's too easy. They might. Summer but. child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm more interested in that conflict where one is one is cruel and one. I mean, it's it's tough to call her cruel. Like only her. She was never recently. built as cruel. Yeah, and even. Like, you never thought she was cruel. Even in what she's doing now, you might not think she's cruel unless you put it beside mm. she's more, the Starks. Yeah, she, she's like, maybe like strict almost yeah. is a better like word. Like a hard yeah. ass, I'm Rigid. not here to be yeah. your friend, I'm but not here to... Definitely yeah. not cruel. No, I guess not, I guess not. But I mean, uh, she did burn those people with the dragon. Yeah, but only that, one that was kind of mean. And no, gave, gave them the they chance. Can, they can stand, stood with him. Yeah, but he's like, just <laughs> kneel. Just don't be too proud. I'm a crusty old man. Couldn't even send him to the wall. Wall might not have been a thing yet anymore no it, was still it, it still was yeah, i think Tyrion even offered that. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of well, options and it was because if jorah would have been like hey send him to the wall she was like, oh, that's really great i value your advice thank you so much that's a great idea yeah, but because Tyrion hasn't yet. fucking gotten grayscale and come back yet he's not <laughs> you can't trust Tyrion yet yeah. uh i just like that conflict where maybe john is john's john john's never been petty and he he doesn't care for titles he just wants he, he's fighting for the living mm-hmm. Right, but I see this happening where uh, Danny is becoming more and more strict, mm-hmm. uh, and people are like, "She's not really the ruler that we want, John. We want you." Mm-hmm. So John is again thrust into this position. Have you guys ever seen that one meme that's floating around where it's um, John at his desk and he's like, he has his head in his hands and he looks super yep. disappointed, yep. but the the line is um. John's reaction when he 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 sets aside one title only to be thrust upon like a bigger and better <laughs> yeah, title. It's a good it's, point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Commander of the Night's Watch, yeah. and he's like, like he's, I don't want to be commander anymore. And then he's the king of the North. Yeah. And then he's the king of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, where are we? Uh, John wants it, needs every man to fight, so he kind of he kind of signs off on mm. giving Jamie the 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 pardon. Danny concedes concedes easier than than I'd like. I wanted to see her be like. Uh, it goes to the whole strictness of her. I really want to want her to sort of force her her authority upon it. Right. Like you killed my father. I want to see you burn. I don't care what anybody anybody thinks. That would have yeah. been that would have been Anakin killing the younglings. That would have been her like going all the. If that would have happened this episode, it'd be like she is. She's all hope is lost cool now. <laughs> all hopes, she is her father. I, maybe she's maybe got the madness. Not as harsh, but like something something where she she kind of tried to use her sway. Cuts his other hand. And off. I and I get what like you're saying, like especially based on the fact that they opened the episode with her being like, "We thought about this fucking since we were kids." Yeah, it's finally getting our hands on yeah. you. And then just because a couple people are like. No, no, I trust him. She's like, all right. I think she was going to fight it. And and like, that's what that big look is about when uh, Brienne speaks up and sounds is like, we should stay. And there's this big, sharp look of like record scratch moment. Of, I think she was probably expecting them to also be like, no, fuck the Lannisters. These people betrayed us. She was trying to, it seems like she spent the first half of this episode, at least uh, trying to bridge the gap with her and Sansa. So maybe she thought it was a bit of an olive branch or. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, then I wrote down Danny shitting on Tyrion for a uh, run of bad choices, which just I mean, relentlessly it's been a bad yeah. run. Relentlessly, he's not doing well. going yeah. back, like going back to season five, even like, yeah. he's been he's when been he, making when some he dumb tried, decisions at Slaver's Bay. Yeah, when he tried to barter with or uh, negotiate with those slavers, yeah. but it's like it was like since he sort of he was never fully in bed with the Lannister ideals. I don't think it wasn't like power at any cost. Tyrion seemed mm-hmm. to have a few morals, yeah. uh, but he was very unscrupulous kind of pre him killing his dad. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he, in the eyes of the audience anyways, he kind of becomes a true good guy, quote unquote. And then everything just goes wrong for him. Right. Maybe the moral of the story is like, good guys can't get ahead, especially not in this fucking universe. <laughs> no. uh, I've always said that the, that the show is sort of, if you put yourself in the perspective of whoever in one of the characters, you can kind of see their like you can kind of justify their actions. And yeah. the prime thing is with Cersei, it's like if you if you sort of look at it, look at it where she's trying to protect her children, she'll do whatever she can to protect her children. Like her her actions are seem sort of just, mm, if think, not like misguided and kind of dumb. I think Cersei's in it for herself. Sure, I think she's one hundred percent about Cersei now. Well, well before she has no kids. Yeah, left. exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, Except for allegedly one in her belly. That the the who knows the, what you brought up with like they really do make Tyrion seem really fucking stupid. Yeah, maybe it would be such a good turn because like i have been just kind of like hand waving it i'm like well he just has too much faith in people now he's just too mm. much of a good guy now so yeah. of course he's getting fucked Which, over i don't like, know where that would have come from yeah like on what yeah, on know. what rocky journey of fucking getting screwed you know. over he just decided <laughs> i'm gonna just trust people now. Yeah. <laughs> you know he shot his dad i was like well this is where this all leads to maybe yeah. we'll try the other way for a while my poor girlfriend was sleeping with my dad so yeah. i shot him yeah. Yeah. fucking did something that was the choked, second time that happened choked her to death yeah hmm. Um, what I was trying to get was like, um, if you look at it, if you assume Tyrion's point of view, where he's kind of making these plans, but sort of assuming that he is still sort of in bed with Lannisters. Mm. Like, he's, he, cause he, he's always been about proving his worth, yeah. especially wild. to his family. That'd be wild. Yeah. I, I think that went out the window when his, when, when Tywin ex- sentenced him to death and he shot Ty. I think that, yeah. oh, I think family Absolutely. took a fucking Absolutely. second and, seat. And, and we sort of know that of Tyrion, like that, that's not a big deal to him. But again, like Danny, uh, shitting on Tyrion. For 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 his foolish foolish actions could be chalked up to being like, well, Tyrion, you're kind of like, you did not want to directly attack King's Landing because your sister's there. You did not something 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 King's or Castle Rock because that's where your 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 family's from. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your actual motives? Right. So it's 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 fair. Yeah, it is. It is. And but he's also, been keeping it close to his chest. Like he but, hasn't even been getting a lot of exactly. scenes to say mentally where he's at yeah. in the in the whole grand scheme of things and as far as we know he like the few things he does talk about it it's all he's like bought into varus's for the good of the realm sure thing which i i think that's what buy. we that is what we are led to believe <laughs> yes yeah, so i started to don't a, buy <laughs> what if uh, varus makes it out of this whole thing that's oh, what i, I know. he's i hope he makes it out too we still think he's a mermaid no i think right. if the show had another few i think in the books he might be no I think the show had another few seasons. Yeah, there's a lot merman. of there's a lot of thought that he was like a, a merman, some kind of an aquatic. Oh. He has so many nautical references about the big fish eating the little fish, and I just oh. paddle on. And they yeah. they they constantly come up in the books, especially, I guess, especially in the books. Yeah, there's a lot of like once someone told it to me and I read the books, I it was like they were almost hitting you over the head with it sometimes. Yeah. Where I was like, he's a fucking mermaid, isn't he? <laughs> Something with the sea, merman. Uh, this jumps to the scene where Gendry is. Making dragon glass weapons, like just a shit ton of dragon glass weapons. You know they who doesn't like... have dicks? Who? Merman. 
Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> anyway. Uh, they you know all who does like, have Dick's Gendry and back into it. <laughs> they all seem like they're just like dragon glass uh, daggers. Yep. Like so, axes, cleavers. Yeah. Real, real, real thin. Yeah. Arya tinks one and goes, mine better be stronger than this. Like spikes that you can put on anything. Strong they just fucking enough. took their spikes and duct tape and put it on the castle walls. I thought that was walls. terrible. I wonder if that was what it would look like in real. Because, like, you even brought up, you're like, oh, they put the dragon glass on the walls. I'm like, this looks like homemade crafts. This looks like they <laughs> ran out of budget and someone was like, I need to just fucking duct tape these little styrofoam. It looks like someone <laughs> tore up one of our sound bafflings <laughs> in here and, like,. <laughs> I know, I get what they're doing, but like, yeah. I thought, I don't know, it's just, it just I don't, even like the, the Dragon Glass, the big wooden, like, cross things yeah. they have, I just sort of thought You wanted it to be stupid. like, uh, like, look razor sharp. Yeah, but totally. But it, it looks like a, the point of a spear, where it's like made out of rock and yeah. lumpy and kind of looks like you couldn't cut it. It looks like it. something <laughs> I could get over. Right. Like, how, this isn't going to stop the armies of the dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's an Arya and Gendry scene. Where there's a lot of sexual tension, and it's definitely leading up to something. And from <laughs> last last episode, when we were discussing it, I was like, no, like, they never, they're they're not going to do no, this. No, she, mm-hmm. she's just a kid. Yeah. She's just, she's our little Arya. Yeah. Uh, that gets a payoff later in the episode. Then it jumps oh, to Jamie and Bran in the Weirwood, uh, at the Weirwood Tree, which is a great scene. Because somebody had to have rolled him out there and just left him. <laughs> yep. And he's just like... Can he not roll himself? I think he can, yeah, okay. but never does. <laughs> he's just like completely dead-eyed, staring head like he is. Jamie walks up behind and like looks at him and is about to say something and closes his mouth and like looks up. Like Jamie could have been standing for 25 minutes before yeah. Brandon just... <coughs> and, like, make some Are noise or something. Yeah, <laughs> Do something. Uh, so he tries to apologize, which is fucking nice of him. Hmm. Uh, and Bran goes, it's, it's fine. I'm not angry at anyone anymore. Yeah. Um, I forget how it led to this, but Jamie's like, maybe we'll talk about it after, or what did he say? Yeah, so- some, something afterwards. Oh, he said, afterwards. yeah, because Bran's basically forgetting I hope him. to see you afterwards. No, he maybe? says, what about, he just says, what about afterwards? Because mm. they're like burying the hatchet. And oh, he was yeah. being like, well, why, why didn't you tell them? And he was like, well, it's can't kill you you're not gonna be any use to us if we kill you and he's like what about afterwards mm. and he's like well what makes you think there'll be an afterwards yeah and it's a great line yeah very those, ominous those were that was great because it, it, it kept stacking where he tries to apologize but it's all good and then it's all good i didn't tell him because we need you mm. and then jamie's like well what about afterwards because then that's still hanging over his head and then he goes, well, what if there is no afterwards like holy right. fuck what if there isn't yeah. and it's it's because it's brand and you're like do you know something? Yeah. Do you know if there's going to be an afterwards? As far as we know, he can't see the future, but... Right. Is that what we're thinking? Like, he can't see the future? I don't think he can see the future. I think if we... I should, I'm going to go back maybe and watch that, that scene where he first meets the mm. other Three-Eyed Raven, because I think he can see things that are happening or have happened. I sort of I sort of tried to... the future, though. I sort of tried to explain it where, I mean, he's not as Three-Eyed Raven as the Three-Eyed Raven. He's still so kind of... new at it? Yeah, yeah. he's kind of just learning... Learning his shtick and his 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 gimmick here, but like soon, yeah, he might be able to if he lives long enough. Like he'll be able to see everything. And I wonder if some of the gr- three eyed raven shtick shtick is more like not actually being able to see the future, but because you have uh, such a look through uh, all the present and everywhere that you look, you can see you can kind of you you are have a very good reading of the future because you have so much more information than everyone else. 
But who's to say? Yeah. I hope he does. I hope. I hope he does it. He can't just flat out see the future. And at the end of this, I'm asking. Fuck, there's like 22 things you could have told people that would have really made things a lot better yeah, if yeah. you could see the future. on information. I don't think he, he's, he's not omniscient. Like, he's fallible, remember? Like, he didn't know that John was John Targaryen until mm. he knew, and, and then him and Tyrion have a talk. And yeah, yeah he's, he's not omniscient. He just can find, I think, past or present, it seems like. Uh, next scene is Tyrion Jamie preparing to, preparing the defense of Winterfell. Uh, where the Northerners still don't like them, and it's not really you can't blame them. Yep. Like, because again, as far as everybody else knows, this is still the Imp and the Kingslayer, mm. and and Lannisters who killed their lord. Exactly. Yeah. Both their yeah. lords. Um, there's a there's a good line here where uh, Jamie goes on to uh, confirm the pregnancy, uh, uh, uh Cersei's let um pregnancy and. Tyrion goes, she never fooled you. You always knew what she was. Um, you just kind of let it happen. Mm-hmm. Or you just always... And Jamie flat out says the baby was not fake. She lied to us, yes, but not about the baby. Yeah. Right. Did, uh, maybe, I think I think Jamie might be fooled. I think... It's a weird It's a weird card to pull twice. Like, this seems like the, like the TV show magic thing of, like, now he says it and you know it's true. Mm. But I think so. That's sort of like cuz we were speculating on it last week and whether she whether or not she was drinking or whether or not mm. she like uh is faking it or not. Right. And yeah, this one for me was like, all right, that's confirmation. You think so? Like, I let's don't. not let's not dance around this too much it, more. Let's I'm just not confirm. Buying it. In. No? No, this is the rift that leads to if if we think Jamie and Cersei have to kill one another or Jamie has to kill Cersei. This is like the perfect rift. She lied to Jamie about the kid as well, and Jamie was just like, "Well, she would never do that." But you could totally. Little be right. does he know. It's more like what I know about TV shows: how they will they will pull that trick where you're like, "Well, she could just be lying to you too." Yeah, but they're totally. almost trying to tell us as viewers. I wonder. Like, no, no, it, like we're we're trying to tell you that this is not. Don't get hung up on this. She's pregnant. That's sort of how I'm taking it. Too. I bet. I bet they would have done. If they wanted you to, f- if they wanted to make that really clear, they probably would have. There would have been a way more like pointed scene, I bet, with probably with her mm. and a maester or something. Yeah, I think that's more just trying to give you the message without banging hitting yeah. you over the head with it. But you might be right because it's yeah. a good, it's a very good reason for Jamie to finally snap. It just seems to, uh, but it could go either way. You're totally mm. right. I like to think Jamie is going to kill her. Uh, when she threatens to blow up everything with wildfire again, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, "Ah." I'll have to kill you too, I guess. <laughs> you and everyone else I've ever oh, served. <laughs> all these theories make so much sense. Yeah. She even has a history of blowing things up with wildfire. She That's probably right. knows where the other ones are. Mm-hmm. That's when I thought the, the the turn for Jamie and Cersei was going to come after she blew up the Sept uh, back in what season six? Six, yeah, six, yeah. season six, and Tom then Jamie- in, Tom out. <laughs> Fuck, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of memes. Yeah. That was one of the best memes of all time. Actually, I saw one today. Uh, it was a little uh, GIF meme where it was uh, one of those no one says anything. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then Tormund says, and it's the clip from the Chappelle show where he's like, I love only the highest quality breast milks or whatever it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cambodian breast milk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no one. <laughs> Uh, where was I? Yeah, back when Cersei blew up the Sept, and then Jamie just had come in from whatever he was doing in the Riverlands, and he sort of sees 
her being crowned. Like, there's a smoldering crater where the sept used to be, and he's riding in, and then he he goes into the throne room, and she, he, he sees Cersei being crowned, like, queen. Mm. I thought that was going to be the point where he's like, you're fucked. Mm. You fucking did what I tried to prevent. No. And he, he kind of was like that, but he yeah. wasn't ready to kill her. Yeah. And then... We'll get there. It sort, yeah. of, it sort of went on for to be... Um, Jamie to be her punching bag, and it, it sort of sucked as a Jamie fan. That yeah. whole seventh season. The gods cursed him to love a cruel woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Incest. Jamie, Hell of a thing. <laughs> Jamie then uh, meets Brienne out on the field, and Brienne's being like super proud mom of Pod because Pod's actually like schooling some guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out she's going to be commanding some sort of platoon. Yep. And Southern flank or something. Yeah, something. It's good, good ground. Good ground. Uh, and then Jamie wants to be part of her ranks, which is fucking cool. No. Any thoughts on that, Jamie? <sighs> you know, we sort of, they're just kind of rekindling this relationship they had when they lost. Like, Jamie has already gone through this redemption arc with Brienne. Yeah. Of, like, sending her off with his sword, mm-hmm. calling it Oathkeeper. Yeah. They've and, been cool for a long yeah, time. Even yeah, even like... Yeah. Jamie is even working against the interests of the Lannisters and Cersei when he sends Brienne and one of the Stark girls with son. Sansa. Uh, Arya. I don't remember oh, which Sansa. one. I'm pretty sure it was Sansa. Yeah. Well, he sends he sends Brienne off with Pa to rescue the the Stark girls. Right. In in direct opposition to what Cersei yeah. wants Sansa as a hostage. Yeah, yes. yeah. Because he's trying to keep an oath to the mother. Yeah, Catelyn. Catelyn. Who's dead. She's never going to know if you keep your oath, Allegedly. Jamie. Good for you, Jamie. Good mm-hmm. for you, Jamie. Allegedly, yes. Lady Stoneheart. Uh, Late reveal. Next scene is Jorah and Danny. There's a lot of like one to one scenes here, and then yeah. they're just they're just all really great because they're they're these characters all have like rich histories and rich like um, just chemistry. And it's so good. Mm. This one, there's so many of these scenes where you're like, like going into the season, you're just thinking about all these things they need to tie up. Like yeah. all these, uh, on top of the big stories, all these interpersonal relationships that they need to tie up. And this episode is just like, we're going to tie up like fucking half of them at least. Yeah. Like, yeah. In a way that where we think like, yep, yeah, tied up, ready mm-hmm. to be snipped off. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jory go- goes up to bat for Tyrion. Yeah. Which is cool, because, yeah, they had a little bit of a adventure together where, what was that? I, I don't remember back when, well, but it was... It was like four or five. Yeah, Jorah mm-hmm. captured Tyrion when he was peeing, I remember. Yeah, yeah. and then they, they did, like, a gladi- gladiator kind of thing. Yeah, they were buddy oh, yeah, they got, like, taken as slaves for a while, mm-hmm. and, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Danny- Jorah, by the way, totally cool in Danny's eyes now. Yeah. You've met me many times in the past, but you got that you got that grayscale, so you're good now. Yeah. She, it puts it the fucking shit solid. out of me. No, she forgave him before the grayscale, like, at the same time as the grayscale reveal. Cause Not she, really. Yeah, but- she was like, go uh, get healthy. You'll be welcome. That back. was that, that was after the grayscale. That was when she found out he had grayscale. He went and got grayscale and then fought his way up to her in right. like and the then, slave like, saved arena. her life. And, and she's he... like, I don't ever want to see you again. Yada 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 yada. And then he reveals that he has grayscale and is dying. And she's like, oh, Go save yourself. All is forgiven. No, and I, I think it, it wasn't that. quite like no, that. I think it was, it was handled way better than that. Close. It was he like she he won the thing and then someone tried to kill her. And he saved yes, her from you're right, that. You're right. The, the sons of the harpies all attack right. again or and something. And he like, right. fucking took one out from behind. And, and it's after that. And I even mean, yeah. even at that point, like I think she had 
kind of oh. been forgiving her in him in, in absence because he was it is like the most heinous crime committed against anyone is jorah well, i mean aside from just stone cold murder at a wedding is jorah against danny repeatedly like selling her out uh, to the king getting was, the, getting the information for that assassin that later shows up i think doing that, it all again later where that gray area stuff comes up is that he regretted it before it was found out like he was yes, kind of like he repenting, did. He and did. he was like, like so. she, "It's just she is just so." Danny is like a petulant child, where she is just so shitty to some people. Seems like because she can be, it's like, "Oh no, you we're good. You and I are good, though, Jorah, for whatever reason." Yeah, we're cool. I mean, he's been there since. Jorah tried to kill Danny more times than Tyrion. Jorah never tried to kill her. Well, Jorah just said very where indirectly, she was. very indirectly. Yeah, he was just saying where she was. Yeah. So Danny's still steady shitting on Tyrion, mm-hmm. even though Jorah is going up to bat for him. Um, then he, then he goes, he says something about, well, I have an idea about something. And then it leads into the Danny and Sansa. Yeah. One more piece of advice if you'd have it. Is, so is that, was that him being like, Hey, try to go make bridge the gap. Good, you're going to yeah. need the Starks. Go make good with them. Oh, is that that what it was? I think so. Okay. Of like, if you're going to rule, you're going to need Sansa yeah. and John on your side. But try it to, could be anything. It could be. Mm-hmm. Try to be buddies with Yeah, that, advi- uh, that advice could have been like, your hair would look way better if it was back instead of front yeah. today. Just, the, <laughs> just, you know, the light up here in the north is just kind of what I was thinking. Uh, the scene with Danny and Sansa, which is like girl time. And it was weird the way Danny was... Uh, Biggest fake grin I've ever... Yeah. Like, she's talking to a two-year-old. Yeah. You had said Uncle Tom face, Don't, which is... I never said that. You can't... I never said that. So, I, maybe I said it in my head, but now I'm saying, saying it vocally. But it was alright. You right. can't say that. It was alright. <laughs> <laughs> but she does. She has yeah, like... Yeah, she was sugarcoating it, Yeah, all... it looks like she's just coming in and like, she's doing that thing with her eyebrows where she's just like doing the biggest like fake grin. Like, mm-hmm. hey, how are you? Yeah. Uh, she, Danny's really rubbing me the wrong way this season. I think that's... Like, it's brilliant I, writing. I, 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 yeah. That's the direction. <laughs> yes, and she's, I, really I think like she's that. supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's sugarcoating all everything she says to Sansa and Sansa's not mincing words. Right? Um... Danny then goes, all my life I've known one goal, the Iron Throne. Which and is th- on and off true. Yeah. On and off. But she's also the one, like, I want to break the wheel. But the thing is that that throne is, like... The center of that wheel. Exactly. Yes. That's, that's a very good point. Yeah. And then even when Sansa goes, ah, uh, the North wants to be its own sovereign nation... Danny's like, Ooh, she, like they're they're holding they're holding hands, and then she pulls off pulls mm-hmm. pulls off just at that moment, and you can you can tell like Danny's like, I want to break the wheel, but I also want to rule. It's her thing, right? Everyone has to bend the knee or burn. That's yeah. like kind of her tick. And it's it's funny that you do mention like, hey, Danny's really rubbing me the wrong way. So mm. I really like that it that yeah how they're what what direction they're taking her. Yeah, I I love that it feels like she is never. Um, like ideal in an ideological way she has never taken a big shift but as soon as she got overseas and you started putting beside her beside these characters that you knew Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you're like yeah i was kind of into what you were doing with burning everyone at like slaver's bay and fucking killing all those really bad people but now you're over here with people i like and maybe you're kind of a bitch the portion of the audience who was really into those uh folk were like yeah you're mean. Yeah, they and got they boom. got out then. Yeah, and, and they're all like, "See, we told you she was bad." Yeah. The slavers were right. Yeah. I stopped watching when she burned Marine. Uh, they get interrupted, and Theon shows up with his uh, 
band of Ironborn. Yeah, like ten Ironborn. Yeah. yeah. Like a ship, if that. <laughs> the sea bitch. Yes. Yes. Ah, uh, <laughs> the noble. I forgot about the sea bitch. <laughs> uh, this was a great scene. And I had mentioned while we were watching, like, Theon did some heinous shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, really heinous yeah. shit. Like, he... Skinned two kids. Well, at the beginning, like, he was supposed to be Rob Stark's friend. Yep. And Rob Stark sent him off to uh, try to get a fleet from the Ironborn from his father. Mm-hmm. And then while he was on Pike or whatever, he's like, no, I'm real Ironborn. Yes. And then... That was the line. It's and a then, bad, and, it's a bad turn. No, um, Great impression. Bad turn by Theon. And then, yeah, he just goes on to attack Winterfell when Winterfell's not... Winterfell's being defended by nobody. Mm-hmm. And then... Not he, very cool. He, he fakes burning these kids. He mm-hmm. burns kids, but not, like, you know... Not, 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 not the Stark ship. Yeah. Uh, then he gets captured. Then <laughs> Fucking he... takes the head off yeah. and fucking... Oh, like, yeah. Five chops to get Sir Roderick's head mm-hmm. off. And then he he then in turn gets mutilated and cut up by Theon. Mm, yeah. He's gone through some shit. But this one scene was like, he shows up and he's like, I want to fight for Winterfell. And for me, I'm like, fucking Theon, like that's... It's awesome. also, it's how do you balance like, that against saving a girl after she had got raped? And, yes, ra- raped at the minimum. Like, they, yeah. but Ramsey Bolton is up to some fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. So getting Sansa out of there is probably good for a couple brownie points. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and, he, and he kicks that uh, skinny bitch off the wall. Yeah, she, fuck uh, her. What, the, the hound <laughs> master's daughter. She's <laughs> the thinnest person in the show. Yeah, she's fucking nuts. She was more nuts than Ramsey. Yeah. Um... But he, a good couple. It was a, it was he, a great Theon kind of redeemed himself in my and, and he saves his sister. Like the whole Theon has been redeeming himself. Yeah, he mm. was he was he was okay in my books before yeah. he came. Like seeing him come back, I'm like, yeah, my boy. Mm. It wasn't like this. This didn't bring him back into the good books for me. I was just like, fucking a brother. You hey, would wonder like how many a. people in Winterfell were there when he fucking took Winterfell. Yeah, and probably and, uh, most of and them. Are like. <laughs> We're fucking just letting this guy yeah. hang out now, eh? First the two Lannister fucking <laughs> killers, and then now this guy? Yeah, those, this place is really say, going to those, the dogs. <laughs> those two guys who spit on the ground are going to shit their pants when they see Theon. <laughs> <laughs> then it turns to uh, Davos' soup kitchen, <laughs> where he's like labeling soup like to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sir Davos is out bowling up soup. Yeah, and to the men, he's like, fucking fight, man. Like, yeah. And it's a great scene because they come to him and they're like, we're not, "Excuse me, my lord, we're not soldiers. Like we, we don't, need some soup. We don't, we don't know how to fight." And these clear, like clearly very scared people. They. This was the scene that I even brought up when we were watching. Of like, they season seven was at light speed and we just got to go so oh, fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this episode took place over a night. Mm-hmm. And like, even you know, we spent like four or five minutes just watching these scared soldiers be scared. Yeah. And they're really, really savoring a lot of yeah. the the nuance going into this final battle. And it was good seeing the soldiers, like these, or these not soldiers, come to him and ask, because he's just like, I fucking didn't know what I was doing either. And here I am, two yep. battles later. Made so. it the battle of the Bookets. Yeah. Just grab a fucking kettle and. Battle of the Bastards to save his life. Battle of the Bookets. <laughs> bastards! It's it's interesting when we when we had mentioned, like, the, the pacing of this, of this episode in particular, where, yeah, they're these, they're all, like, kind of talking and chatting and and nothing's really happening but they're so heartfelt and so like there's a lot of heart in these scenes where even though last week we were complaining about how oh you guys we don't have time for any of this shit mm-hmm. this 
episode just c- came off as like, yeah, everything is all good. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it happens in one night and it I don't know if it's if it's the quality in writing between the two episodes or mm-hmm. or directing or whatever, but like yeah, this one came off way better yeah. with like I don't feel I was never saying, "Hey, you guys, we don't have time for this." But yeah. I was like savoring every moment and like everything was really good. And part of that is probably because they put you in the like the mindset of like, "Okay, this is the last night." So yeah. soak it in. And then I think the other thing is the first one, I came out of the first episode being like, okay, I see they're setting the table. They're set, they're making mm-hmm. sure everyone's ready to go. This one, it actually felt like as much as nothing like action packed happened, they got a ton done this episode in terms of ending things that if they hadn't been ended, I would have been like, what about it's a this? real shame they never settled that hound and Arya thing yeah. that kind of got left yeah. hanging. Like all these things that were just left hanging, yeah. that some of which I didn't even <laughs> know. That I I didn't know I needed Bran and Jamie to meet again. Like I wasn't even thinking about it, but they were just like, bang, 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 bang. Here's all these things that you would have yeah. been like if you went back and watched the first season. You would have been like, oh, nothing, nothing ever ended up happening with that. Yeah, and they tied all those up. Yeah, that's a good call. And it's also mostly payoff, which feels good too as the audience. If yeah. you're like, you you are getting eight seasons of build up in some cases paying mm. off. You're like, oh, okay, finally, that's how that goes. Mm. Um, this episode, like we were saying in the first one, we, we don't have time for this. Like, we gotta fucking go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like now I get the pace of what this last season is going to be. It, it almost feels like we are just back to kind of how it used to be. Right. Where, you know, it's it'll... the characters more than the, the big action sequences. Exactly. And it'll go fast where it needs to, but we can also spend a lot of time with each of these characters and, and really get some good... Like that Theon, just the hug, the performance oh, of this. So nobody even says anything. The music swells and they hug and like Sansa and, Th- and Theon are crying. Mm. It's like fucking this Daenerys is... is confused. Yeah, for the second time. And like, because remember 10 minutes earlier, Sansa yeah. was like, I trust Brienne. And now here she is hugging Theon. Yeah. She's just like, so you do you know everyone in yeah. this fucking continent? Or? Anybody else want to hug Sansa? Well, just yeah. get out of the way. Yeah. It's like when you go to a party with someone and they know everyone, but you don't know anyone. (laughs) OJ. Any family function with OJ. I'll be right back. I got to go hug these people. I got to, yeah. These people need hugs. Uh, A point on that Davos scene. um, The little girl comes to... And this was a really heartfelt scene. She's like Shireen. She's got her face all scarred Exactly, yeah. I think they they purposely did that to sort of harken back to Shireen, who is just adorable. But this little girl is like, I don't want to hide in the crypts. Where it's safe, I want to fight. She's like a brave little girl. She studies under the Book of Mormons. Because <laughs> that that other little girl, this scene... Oh, that might come later. That's might, later, that, yeah. might, that might be later. Never mind. No. Um, I just thought that was really cool. Like, it was really nice. And then Gilly even comes in with the assist and be like, I would love for you to defend me and my son. She mm. looks pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Gilly looks preggers. Either the actress or the character. One of the two. I think it's actress Maybe Gilly. both. I don't know. Well, they, Sam could have a little lover of ladies. Could have a son, yeah. I mean, or a child. The actress is pregnant. It's is Gilly pregnant? Oh yeah, is Gilly pregnant? pregnant Is the question? Uh, I feel bad if she isn't. Because I mean, listen, (laughs) she is very hard to get enough nutrition. Living as a wildling, now that she's back in a castle and civilization. I mean, as an actress, she's still very bad. Packing it on, all right. She gained weight for the role. (laughs) Uh, Great uh, Night's Watch reunion, where they come strolling into. The Winterfell gates, mm-hmm. and John's there to meet him, and, uh, yeah. Stage left, Tormund just comes fucking flying, oh, yeah. and flying, like, the, I feel like the cameraman, like, has to jump out of the way, almost. Yeah, yeah Ed's back, and, uh, uh, who's that other guy? Uh, Tormund and Beric. 
Dondarian? Dondarian. Is that how you say his yeah. name? Yeah. The Lightning Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, the eye patch. He's a dope looking character. Yeah. He's got a really good voice, too. I yeah. really love his voice. Yeah. Uh, and then they say, we've got until sunrise. Yeah. And then that's sort of like, holy shit. Like, mm. they're coming. Yeah. They be coming. This is actually the last night. Uh, there's a cool scene where there's sort of a voiceover of John kind of preparing his, his war council. And then they're showing just the preparations mm-hmm. of uh, of everything. Mm-hmm. Right? They're they're dry firing the fucking... Yeah. What is it? It's their trebuchet. I, I want to say cantaloupe, but it's not catapult. Catapult. catapult? catapult? Yeah, so that, that wasn't actually a catapult. That was a trebuchet. But. Isn't the trebuchet... No, the trebuchet yeah. is the, the one the with the big, like the big counterweight and the string, and the counterweight goes down and whoosh, catapults that rope like up. a spoon. Yeah, catapults just, just like a big oh. rod that goes yeah. and fires the. It's like an arrow sticking yeah. into wood like after it misses you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they go into the actual war room, like the war room where everybody's uh, um, standing around the table, and they're just discussing their plans. What's up with their really shallow moats? Is that that's going to be on fire? I assume because they have uh, that they bridge were, and it like collapses, yeah. but it's only it's you can like you could still walk across it. Yeah, yeah. They were talking about lighting something, yeah. some trenches on fire at some point. And so. we're we're kind of under the impression that if an undead just even like touches fire a little bit, it's just like goes up kind of thing, right? Where do you remember when uh, they were attacking the Three Eyed Raven Cave and they had that? They had that ring of fire around the entrance, yeah. And the 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 normal whites couldn't get through it, so they started cl- uh, climbing up the um, the cave. That's when the right. Night King like, and then oh, yeah, the Night King it, had right? to. Had was to, that like, like magic fire though? Didn't the children? Was there something weird about that fire? Or was that just fire ass fire? I don't know. They did throw the grenades. Mm. Maybe you can do that with. I wonder if you can do that with wildfire or, or dragon, dragon fire. fire. Yeah. yeah, nobody's ever tried. There you go. That's actually. It's yeah. nice that they gave you that little bit of information so that we can <laughs> wonder about it. Asking or no, who asked that? I don't remember. The I don't remember who asked that. Yeah. Never mind. For a second there, I thought it was Torin. Like, yes, voice of the people yeah. asking what we all want to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a neat detail about that uh, that um, that map that they had mm. was they. They had they had the blue tiles to signify the uh, oh the walkers the walkers coming yeah. in like they have in the intro. I mm. really like that. That's neat. Detail. It's a very big wall of walkers. Yeah, it is like yeah. it is going to be Winterfell, this tiny little Winterfell, and just it must be up to almost if they were hundreds of thousands seasons ago. Surely they must be millions. I never had a good read on their numbers. Yeah, and it seems like the army of the dead would grow exponentially mm-hmm. in a way. You think not only does the guy pick up everyone he kills, but you think he's just walking through and he's like, "Oh, there's a dead guy here." And yeah, like, I wonder how that works. What if maybe if they're like too far decomposed? Because like you couldn't just raise a pile of dust. You got some fucking real decomposed looking ones coming out of the ground at one point though. Because mm. not dust, but like yeah, the, like the, the, crypts, the crypts thing makes me wonder: Is he? Can he just raise any dead? I think so. But he does. Or yeah. only the freshly dead. No. Or, or semi-recently like, I remember when they were act- actually at that fight at the Three-Eyed Raven's Cave. Mm. The things that he was bringing up there were very... Like, like oh, had been like there for a good long time. Yeah, 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 I think like, you're totally right, yeah. actually. So John mentions, hey, if we take out the Night King, that should end the whole thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is a sound plan. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But also he's surrounded by... Dragon. 100,000 to a million undead, undead mm-hmm. already. So they're like, what are we going to do? And also, they flat out said he's not going to come out of hiding. Yeah. Like, yeah. they even said that he just probably wasn't even going to make himself available to fight. Uh, so then Bran says, he'll come for me. And 
also sound. Uh, who got his, I got my mark on him. Who asks? Well, Sam. Uh, Sam says, "Why?" Finally, someone says, yeah. "Why?" What does he why? want? Yeah. Um, he then goes on to say he wants to erase the world, and I'm its memory. And then, and Bring then Eternal Night is in there. Yeah, Sam mm. sort of like, kind of like, yeah, yeah, like being dead is is losing your memory. Yeah, if I were the Night King, I'd totally come after you. Which, I mean, that's kind of it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it plays well coming from Sam, who's the guy who reads all the books and and everything. Where yeah, he's, he's like, like, "Oh, your stories aren't just stories, right?" And, and it's like, "Well, once you get rid of all the books, what's left?" Well, it's this one guy who can kind of spell it all out for you, say what's happened, and like to get rid of everyone's memory, you need to get rid of the guy who can see back back eternity. Just as as we're discussing this, like my theories of how this is all going to end up are evolving. Maybe the eternal night, quote unquote, is like the cycle. Maybe the eternal night, bringing the eternal night is, yeah, we got to get, we need people to just make the same mistakes. We get rid of the memory, nobody remembers, and then these houses all rise, and they fight, and the walkers come, and it just repeats itself Brand's over and naked. over and over and over again, and, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be the Night King, no, but maybe yeah. the Night King just wins, that- and it, like, totally starts all over again. I don't want to uh, put this in a different trajectory, but what was the whole thing with Mass Effect and the Reapers? Is, is that kind of the same thing? Like how? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they come. the The galaxy builds up. They come and harvest all the life, and then it they leave just enough alive to to just, kind of repopulate. Yeah. And yeah. Repeats again, and like that is what I'm. That is one of not even just mine. I think that is like one of the that prevalent theories theory. for that, that, for how is, this goes. And I think that is a theory that is very much tied to the Bran is the Night King. Yeah. The, fan theory. Which I still totally have no idea how that works. No, I don't get it either. He wouldn't have to be. He could just lose. He totally. He could just die. Exactly. And then King kills the three eye raven. Or maybe he like maybe he dies, but it's because he realizes at some point he's like, oh, wait, that's this, how we break the cycle works. type. Of, yeah, yeah, like, hmm. See, I, I was I was all about that uh, during Mass Effect. But now you're not. <laughs> um, I'm not not. It's just like I I just kind of. I've come to realize, like, oh, that's kind of like this. That's kind of like that. And, yeah, that's cool. And in a thousand more cycles, Ned Stark will be a Spectre. And it'll be fucking awesome <laughs> on the Citadel. <laughs> we'll make another game about it. Uh, because, yeah, I, I, I noted what Bran said and what um, Sam said. Because I didn't quite understand that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I was furiously jotting down notes. but It's it's not very clear. It's meant to be vague. Yeah. Sure. Eternal Night could mean a lot of things. Okay. Um, what I write here: Bran and the Ironborn in the Godswood. Theon on Bran duty. Mm-hmm. Tyrion in the crypt because the, the crypt is safe. Theon's gonna die. Theon is so fucked. He, he, I thought he was good until he's like, "Yeah, I'll go to the Godswood with Bran." Like, well, yeah. See you later. He, he, like a lot of characters, he's had that perfect uh, cycle of atonement. Yep. And now you're like, and now you die. And yeah. And, <laughs> and signed up for the suicide mission. Yeah. But he, he's. I mean, he's gonna have to face off against. The White Walkers, like not if not the uh, the Night King, like a group of White Walkers, and yeah. he's gonna have like, unless he pisses his pants and just dies, he's gonna fight against these guys and probably go down blazing, which will probably be a cool scene. Can he so, still piss his pants? Oh, I mean, man's gotta pee. Yeah, per- maybe person, that person that has to pee. Regard Varys pees, I assume. Yeah, he's. You could ask. Do mermen pee? There, there are eunuchs in real life. I'm sure we could get the answer to those questions. Yeah. What happens when you pee? <laughs> And then finally, do it out of my eyes. Uh, they're like the I want, or John's like I want dragon circling Bran. And then yeah, this is where someone goes. Hey, does Dragonfire? Will Dragonfire stop him? And everybody turns to Bran. Bran's like I don't know. Nobody's tried. I feel like you need to establish in a very cool moment that Dragonfire does not in fact stop him. Yes, or does one way or the other. 
I feel like if Dragonfire stops the Night King, hmm. this it, it. it's too short a fight. Maybe, but I, I honestly feel like the main battle, especially because we built up to this this battle with the undead next episode. Either next episode is happening concurrently with two and is in King's Landing and some other stuff is happening. Mm. Uh, or I think we maybe see the end of the Night King next episode and then spend the last three wrapping up. I, I totally agree with you. I just think as in, like you know, in, in, in the fiction, yeah. uh, the battle would just be so uh, short. Not yeah. even in one episode, but it's just like that's a good point. Luckily, we had two dragons, and drag or fire kills the night king, and also, it's not hard they, to hit one guy with dragon fire. They got a dragon, and the night king can just one shot drag. Like they could, they can make it yeah. interesting. I have, I'll save it for the end, but I have a exact scene. I, I I have a scene in my head of how I think that final yes might go next time. Um, <laughs> uh, it makes it makes a show of John sort of evading Danny. Because John knows, and he doesn't want to talk about mm. the thing that he knows about. Yeah, um, especially well with the. Is that is fucking... he avoiding? I thought that was him being like, "Meet me downstairs. We got to talk right now." He's been avoiding her. Uh, like the, there's a very obvious, well, somewhat obvious camera shot uh, when they get up from the table at the very beginning yeah. after they have their meeting with Jamie. And that's when he's like, "Your grace," she, and just walks past. Yeah, she like looks uh, at John like she's gonna say something, and he's just yeah. beelines it. And, and then, I, I thought that was him being like. We got to talk downstairs right now. No, no, because no, that think, was at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, and she a, went out a totally different direction than he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. and then one goes out. Jorah, you're right. You're yeah. totally right. And yeah. then in this scene, in the war room scene, uh, John says, uh, "What are what are they, my, your your grace?" And then just walks out. Yeah. Um, Tyrion and Bran are the only ones left in that room, and Tyrion pulls up a chair and is like, "Hey." Let's hear your story. Which is the the first person of like the main characters to be like, Bran, you should probably start talking. Yeah. I like that he asked Bran if he needs help. Like, do you need help? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> no, I'm well, good. You, you remember like even going back to the first season, Tyrion was the one who like made him that saddle. Oh so yeah, he could, like, that's drive, right. Yeah, ride yeah. around and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, cri- cri- what cripples? He's got a soft spot in his heart for the, cripples, bastards, and broken things. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so this. This scene either ends, uh, so it's, uh, Bran says it's, it's a long story and Tyrion's like, well, we got some time. And that's where the, that's where the conversation ends. And this scene can either end in a way where, okay, for him to, for them to sort of play out this scene would be redundant because we all know the story. Or it could be something where Bran tells him the story and Tyrion sort of gleans something integral that will come into play Mm -hmm. uh, in the future. I feel like Tyrion's got a fucking deck of cards close to his chest right now. Do we think so? I feel like... I totally don't. I feel like all the stuff about him being an idiot uh, is him already with some plans in place and then he also allegedly now has a lot of the information of the Three-Eyed Raven. There have been, and in these first two episodes especially, there have been a lot of just lingering shots of Tyrion side-eyeing the yeah, camera. Yeah, and, looking fucking sad and mopey. Yeah, and like, at first I was like, okay, does he know that Jon and Danny are both Targaryen? No, that can't be it. Like, that wouldn't, it wouldn't unless he just found out and we never knew, that mm-hmm. wouldn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. And like, he doesn't get in this episode a lot, where, mm-hmm. and it's right before the scene, I know there's one where, again, Jon and Danny are going to talk about John's heritage. I'm like, does he know? Like, what? Why do they? They're lingering on it for some mm. reason. And it's worth a very small point, but it's worth remembering that uh, Tyrion, as a character uh, in the show specifically, is a absolute fan favorite. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I still remember when they flipped from season one to season two, and he just all of a sudden got first billing on the credits, and he, Did he? yeah, and he was like <laughs> way down in the first season. Wow. And so I think. 
maybe it's been written in the stars for a while that he's going to at least play a big role in the end. Yeah. Oh, be, has sit, to. be sitting as the hand of a king or the king. Probably he, not the king. He does but. predict his own demise at the beginning of this episode when when Daenerys is shitting on him. He's like looking at his hand badge, talking to mm. Jorah and uh, Davos. Is like, well, I think one of you is going to be wearing this before this is done. I actually just thought that meant like, oh, she's going to fucking take this thing away from me. Soon. So uh, <laughs> that that's initially what I thought it meant. But yeah. I mean, with with this weird like double context, maybe Tyrion's got some shit going on. Maybe sure. maybe Tyrion's going to fucking yep. hero blow himself up type of who knows. Mm-hmm. Next scene is Missy and Grey Worm, and Grey Worm's like, hey, let's retire somewhere not here when this is all done. <laughs> yeah, you, let's go find a summer home. He says, yeah. do you really want to grow old here? Which I did not understand. It was like, when this is all done, like, do you, do you want to stay here and grow old with me? Or if it was like, when this is all done, do you really want to grow old here? <laughs> yeah, well, it's the second one. And she's like, no, I want to go north. But apparently he's saying, I want to go see the city of Narth, where I was born. And I'm like, wait, Grey Worm, she doesn't want to stay, she wants to go further north, Grey Worm? You gotta ditch this girl, you gotta get rid she of her. She doesn't understand how cold war You fucking get rid of her right now. In any case, uh, this sort of earmarks Grey Worm's, like, demise. Narth, mm. like Karth. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So that's too bad for Grey Worm. Rest yeah. in peace, brother. I he honestly can make it. He could make it. He's, he's definitely one of the people. He's front line. Man. He's a small yeah. one of B. Also, he's been stabbed in the heart before and been fine. Those fucking yeah. unsullied are front line guys. Yeah. And come yeah, on, those are the fucking. Those are the nothings you throw at the problem in in just bulk. Also, yeah. as a general, like Grey Worm might be on the wall at least or something. Uh, he was on the front line when they took Castle Rock. Yeah, that's a good point. Castle Rock, thank God, was not manned heavily, mm. so he made it out of that. What one. happened with that? I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, they all had gone somewhere else. Jamie had moved the bulk of his forces to attack Highgarden. Highgarden, yes. And then, they, oh yeah, and then the queen is that where the queen poisoned herself? Yes. Well, Jamie, Jamie, poison Jamie, her? Cersei wanted Jamie to murder her, and Jamie was like, "Here's some poison. Yeah, this is way better." It's kind Jamie. Yeah. And then again, it's it one a, of those scenes Olena, where yeah. where fucking Elena just shits all over Jamie. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, by the way, I killed Joffrey." Boom! Oh, shoots, yeah. shoots the poison. I remember that? That was yeah. fucking great. Yeah, yeah that, was that was that was when like both those battles happened in the space of ten minutes off screen. That was, yeah. that was when they yeah. were at speed of light. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Warp nine. Um, she killed Joffrey. There's so many little things that I totally forget. Like, if you had asked me without explaining mm-hmm. me to that, do you remember who she killed Joffrey? And I'm like, Well, no. Lena <laughs> gave that. Lena gave the necklace to the fool who gave it to Sansa, Sansa who is who, and who a piece fell off. I don't no, know who how essentially smuggled the poison in. And there's actually a scene where you can see. Elena take one of those jewels in the show. In the show. Oh fuck! When you know, you'll you'll notice it. And if we do that thing, yeah. we might notice it. And then fuck. you huh. can see. And well it, it's neat. It's a it's a very neat small thing. That, that is very neat. Imagine being one of the people who saw that initially and was like, "Oh, I know who it was. I know who it was." And it was like, "Shut up! No, yeah, you don't. No, it's up. not." Uh, there's a cool scene with the watchers on the wall. I, I wrote down here, and that was um, Sam. Ed and John and Ghost. Yeah, Ghost Ooh. just shows back up. Yeah. Hey, Ghost is here, everyone. He's just hanging. Everybody so, online hated that. Yeah. And I, I guess I kind of get why they would hate it where it would, like, I think for some people, especially because he's an animal, hmm. you'd want some fanfare after not acknowledging that he's alive this whole time or hmm. around. But at the same time, the show is probably like, I mean, we fucking probably didn't, we just didn't know he cared that much. Like, he was just going to be around the next time we had a scene that we needed him to be around in. Yeah, or I wonder if maybe when Ghost disappeared, they didn't actually know. Maybe, maybe 
it was kind of a blank spot. It, mm. It's really strange. It's it's dumb, though, was because... It, was it a big deal when he disappeared, or was no, it No, he just, just vanishes. Right, okay. Yeah, he just disappears in a, he's in a just, scene. Yeah, he's just not around for John for, like, two seasons. But no yeah. one is ever like, where's Ghost? Right. He, Ghost is just gone. Right. Yeah. Mm. Like, what 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 I'm happens with John in, in the interim between... Doesn't he? Doesn't Ghost go north with them to get the zombie arm, or is he gone for that too? No, I don't think he's there. Or no, the, what's where they're in the middle? Oh no, that is the zombie thing where they're yeah. they're in the lake and lake, it's all yeah. frozen. Because yeah. it's like two seasons but, uh, since we've seen him or whatever. And I was supposed oh, to look the last at thing he did was how long it wasn't when he died when John died. Yeah. yeah, John. Yeah, he was there when John died, or John was resurrected. Okay, and I remember him there. And then what happens there? Maybe they he just wasn't fucking... at the, he wasn't at the Battle of the Bastards, which fucking that he seems like been. he should have been there. Yeah, um, he wasn't there. I mean, maybe he was just killing someone off screen. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, it little... seems it seems fucking weird that they didn't. Uh... Yeah, I, this this was his companion since since episode one, mm-hmm. and I, everybody always says it's 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 not in the budget, the CGI budget or whatever. Yeah, but it's just kind of shitty. Like it could have been. It could have been. What is that really? Why? That's the real reason that I don't know if that's not the real in reason. the fucking budget. Don't no, they have unlimited is, dollars? You think so? I think that is the internet complainers yeah. saying it's mm. probably not in the budget. You'd think so, but I mean, they they scaled it down to six episodes. I don't know what their budget budget is. You'd mm. think they and be, I I like they, I think Ghost was probably in some of whatever season seven was. Like I don't know. I don't think season seven was originally envisioned the way it came out. I'm sure Ghost was in there and they had to cut things out. Like it seems so maybe. Yeah. It just felt so ramshackle and, and kind of thrown together in a way that, like, well, okay, we got to get rid of some stuff. Uh, this is ghost, you're just you're in the wilderness for now. But the fact that like we have we hadn't seen them since whenever. I hope you're looking that up. It, it is. It, it could have been. Oh, it it could have been a good scene to have John kind of acknowledge that dog. Like, yeah, hi. Like see him walking towards the gate from out in the wild or something. Yeah. And being like, oh shit. Yeah. That's my dog. Um, uh, apparently, we last saw Ghost at Castle Black when John is revived. Is that the last time? Uh, we've seen go. Yeah, it's what five I'm, into six. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. yeah, and 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 then best guess after that is he Ghost is just at Winterfell with Sansa, maybe. For that season, there's really no... They could have done something. Like, I mean, they, they totally there's still have. the whole Battle of the Bastards, too. They mm. could have even just given him a scene where Ghost walks into the doors and John goes, Ghost, where have you been? Like he always fucking does. And and that's <laughs> that. Hunting. Or they should have just left him off you right boy? now and had him, like, save John's life Big in save. the upcoming yeah. battle. Oh, no, yeah. that's Nymeria yep. is going to save Arya's life. Mm-hmm. Hello. That's true. I guess you can't... You don't want to work that stunt too many times. Yeah, exactly. Good scene here between the three. They even mentioned uh, Pip and Gren, who mm. were Dive. OG Night's Watch guys with John. Killed a giant. The five of them killed oh, a giant yeah. in that, that tunnel. That was a great scene. Yep. Oh, so good. Gren, giant, Spain. Yeah. yeah. Saying the fucking words yeah. as he was fucking charging Fuck, forward. That was good. Yeah. Um, I wanted both the giant and them to live. I liked both of them. Yeah, the giant was okay. Yeah, he, was, <laughs> he, was good, he was a good, as far as good giants go, he was yeah. a good giant. And then uh, Ed says, last man left, burn the rest. Yeah. Well, at first they all say, and now our watch begins. Oh, yeah, right. They do. Last one, burn the rest. That's a good line. That would be a very... I would it just would like, suck to be the last one left. Said, stop saying it. That's like the 12th time. Stop it, Ed. Yeah. That's like your fucking catchphrase now. Yeah. Uh... Then it's the scene with Jamie and Tyrion. It starts off with Jamie and Tyrion at the hearth, and they're bullshitting, and they're quickly joined by uh, Brienne and Pod, Davos mm. yeah, okay. and Tormund. Tyrion says, "I wish Father was here." Oh yeah. And there's a big like, and Jamie fucking looks over. 
Um, and initially, this I'm rethinking everything Tyrion's done now. But initially, mm-hmm. you're like, oh yeah, because because he immediately was like, I just want to see the look on his face. You know, his two sons dying at Winterfell or whatever. Yeah. But maybe he wants him to see some sort of master plan. Uh, yeah, that's up. actually kind of what I'm thinking is maybe he's going to like rip the cloak off and like, yeah. ha I wish father I was, was here to see me now. I was, I was Tywin all the time. It, it was me, Cersei. <laughs> um, I'm still waiting for, uh, I feel like we're still, we're due maybe for the second half of the season for a very big, uh, Arya was someone else moment. Oh yeah. That, and, that's a good point because we know that she can in, in perfect form. She's right. like Walter Frey and, yep. and, and maybe, maybe that was all building to just the Walter Frey moment, but I feel like not. it's not a very useful skill in this fight. But you'd think maybe moving forward into the second half oh. of the season, she might, she might fuck someone. I, I really hope every episode was yeah, just let, let little, him get the flush in. Yeah. Pee yeah. with the door open. Um, do you think the audience can tell when we go to fill mode? So, <laughs> waiting for him to get back on the notes. <laughs> I uh, completely lost my train of thought. Some about Arya. Oh, and, and the fate. Yeah, I really like. We're, we're you know sort of assuming that this battle wraps up next episode. I hope it does because I want to spend three full hour twenty minute episodes of Arya fucking face changing, political yeah. mastermind, all sorts of craziness. That's right. Where'd you guys leave off? We heard you we, flush. Yeah. We, we stopped to pick wherever up the flush. You, wherever you stopped. I didn't even grab the notes. We like, just went into some fucking bullshit uh, about Arya. Like the <laughs> like the weather joke, the uh, toilet flush has now become a, a regularly we running bit. Pro- we should probably do breaks because like, I get a lot of liquids in me in, the, in these, are long these shows. hours. Um, so the hearth scene where uh, it starts off with Jamie and Tyrion and then he's joined by those other ones. Brandon um, Pod. Yeah. This is like a series of really good scenes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're, they're bullshitting, they're telling stories, uh, I'll go, I'll, I'll do them in in sequence or whatever, but, so this one starts off, um, Brienne, so the two brothers, the brothers Lannister are drinking, and then Brienne and Pod come in, and they offer him a drink. Thank you, my lord. And again, like, mom Brienne's like, no, no drinking, and then she, she just sort of, like, concedes, okay, half a cup for young Pod. Tyrion spills it over the top. Yep, he (laughs) fills it up to the top. Which is a great, like, Tyrion and Pod together were my two, some of my two favorite characters rolling together. And it's cool that it is, it is like, because Pod has been with. Uh, Brienne for so long mm-hmm. that now it's like going from his most recent one uh, who he's been traveling with back to Tyrion and like that's what him and Tyrion did yeah, is just fucking drank. <laughs> Where is the third member of that trio whose name I can't remember right now? Uh, the sellsword that Braun. Uh, Braun. Oh, he's Braun on his way north with that fucking crossbow, isn't yeah. he? I, Braun could have shown up in that scene. Is he going north? It, I was under the impression he was staying uh, at Castle Rock with the crew. Oh, at, I, sorry, at uh, King's Landing. With I crossbow. thought he was being sent north to kill to assassinate Jamie and Tyrion. I thought and it was like, if they showed put, up, put an I end think to this. They use the words if they show up. I I was under the impression that yeah, he's being sent north. Oh really? Oh, I yeah, could I totally be wrong then. This fucking family or whatever. Yeah, he says. Yes, fucking family. Um, and then yeah, then Tormund being like just. So good. Socially awkward. <laughs> Fucking yeah. bold as brass, comes stomping. Well, at first he's staring at Brienne, and she can feel him looking at her. You just watch him in any scene, wherever he's coming from, his eyes are fucking locked on her. So good. <laughs> Even if it's just the back of her head when he's walking over behind, just staring a hole through her. Yeah. Stands in front of everyone, and he's like, hey, you want to fuck? Yeah. We might die tonight. 
Uh, Doesn't lack for confidence. He, call, he calls um, he calls Jamie the king killer, which is a yeah. great touch. Yeah. And Jamie's like, yeah, I'm sure somebody has called me that. <laughs> it's the dick cock thing again. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes on about the, the why they call him the giant's bane, which was hilarious. Yep. Goes back to his uh, story that Egret immediately called bullshit on, where yeah. he's like, oh, and this, she was a special beast or whatever. And Egret's like, we don't know what he believes, you fucked a bear. <laughs> uh so yeah like he's i I, so i've been watching i've been rewatching with my mom and uh early tormund is very much so like stern and tough guy crazy also like unhinged yeah i really like how and maybe comic relief is Mm -hmm. is is, i guess that's the the slot he's filling yeah he is probably the funniest character on that show right now but he's doing a really good job of it yeah yeah he's kind of like action hero almost in his when john and him are rolling together and he's like first one up the wall and like ice is fuzz like i just seen if you can take a hit like he is mr fucking go-getter um him and brianne never hook up We'll uh, also call it now. Biggest, no, I, they they don't in this episode, oh, and so like missed op- as a, as a Tormund Brian shipper missed opportunity. I wonder if you could only pull that card so many times in this episode. That was the one I wanted most. Right, that was the only one I wanted. If the creators thought that, they were wrong because <laughs> I think on the last night on Earth, you yes. pull every single one of those cards you want. <laughs> they should have been having an orgy in that front of that fire. <laughs> Um, so we'll return to that scene in a moment, mm-hmm. but, uh, the Hound and Arya meet up on one of the battlements and, uh, the Hound and Arya also, again, have, have some history and it's, it's, it's a great interplay between these two cause, um, what did he say? He's like, uh, used to never shut up and now you're just sit there like a mute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what Arya says, like, what are you doing? Like, what what are, why are you doing? You here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why are you here? When's the last time you fought for anyone but yourself? And then he returns to her, like, I fought for you. Mm-hmm. Which he, he sure did. Yeah. He di- almost died. Mm-hmm. Thought he died for her. I remember specifically thinking Arya was being a real bitch a lot of the time when he was doing such a good job yeah. protecting her and trying to get her to, uh, where was she? The phrase, I think, they were headed. Yep. Leading up to the well, they were they're heading to a lot of places, yeah. And every at every turn, they were kind of being like shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, then Beric joins them, and then there's a there's a funny line there where Thoros is gone, and if uh, if this lord of your this lord of yours will be pissed if he's he's brought you back like 19 times, and I just throw your ass over this. Mm-hmm. That makes me think we see at least a zombie Thoros, Thoros in some capacity before the end. You endless. asked if Thor- if they burn Thoros, they don't. You never see him die. Yeah. The last time you see him, they are like searing wounds on his chest clothes with a flaming sword, and he's staying behind to buy them some time. And, and probably got ripped apart, but... Sure. You're, and you're calling Thoros, but I was going to ask you guys at the end of the show, I might as well ask now, do you, does everyone think there is going to be a dead person we recognize in this that's, fight? That's interesting, because mm. I was thinking about that too. Like, yeah, there's Thoros there, uh, that little kid, Umber... There, yep. or even like Gren, yeah, all the folks who died at the wall, yeah. and, and, and like, like we could wh- see a where's lot. The wall, where, yeah. Where's Ramsey? Like, I imagine they got rid of his body in and around yeah. Winterfell, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he got eaten by dogs, but like you could see, you could get, you could get a like half face on Ramsey. That would probably be the scariest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's probably exactly the fucking same as a zombie as he is as a living person. That'd be kind of died. Yeah, up north. 
Oh, yeah. She could oh, show up. that's a really good one. That'd be a good one to run into John that's during really, the fight. That's a really, really good one, actually. Little Kid Ollie. Yeah, yeah fuck him. Those guys are traitors. Alistair Thorne. Custa. Oh, fuck. Alistair oh. Thorne. If I saw Alistair Thorne, I'd be fucking... Yeah. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be neat to see all those. I think they, they burned. They just I think be... they burned the ones they hanged. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they would have been smart enough been to do that. Because the magic can bring them alive without even the Night King being there, right? The like White Walkers can if you're killed by a White Walker. No, but it seems like, like in the first season they had a dead guy in the fucking castle and I think, that attacked the Lord Commander. He just got up on his own. Yeah, I thought the implication mm. was that person was killed by a White Walker and then later was raided. I don't know. That's a good point because yeah. we don't really know how they. Like I think maybe huh. they can get like the magic of the North. Yeah, I can, wonder, can I wonder like them? I wonder like what the range on that. So was there. Where did that happen? Castle Black. Castle mm. Black. That's okay. That's for a second there, I thought Nike it was could have come up to the wall. And yeah, or even it, just Al White Walker. I think can yeah can make sure. them. But yeah, okay. Because hmm. well, we know that the White Walkers get as far south as Casters, and Casters is not very far north. Yeah, the but Caster uh, seemingly has a deal with them. Yeah, which totally. I said. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they're making more White Walkers. Right. Yes, he's giving all his right. male he children to them, and they're all. That's how he's making the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Arya and Gendry scene where um making love. Yep, uh, Gendry the the <laughs> weapon that Arya apparently asked for was a dragon glass spear that uh, like comes apart in the center. Is does it come apart? Yeah, I think it. it I mean, based it, on the drawing, it kind of looked like it did. Yeah, but it she either, never did anything. Yeah, that, she, I think it. I think it either comes around. apart or it shoots a thing out. It's not clear, but something it it. Are you it basing it, you're basing that on the drawing, right? And and like the actual weapon itself, it has like a bit. It has like these bands all the way down that look totally like it bisects, comes comes oh, apart really? like cool, like a double bladed lightsaber. She, she or was just twirling it around like a spear, so I I thought it was just like a normal spear. Mm. Give her a little bit of range. Yeah, right? she's kind of a nothing normal about that spear. Cool. It's something with the knife. The I knife. didn't think there was anything normal about the spear either, but not because of how it looked when it was done. Just looking at the drawing, I was yeah. like, "This thing's got some fucking like I don't know spring loaded <laughs> thing going on inside." <laughs> but of it. Didn't, didn't she give him the knife that was used to try to kill Bran? Like that knife is in that spear somehow. Construction. I'm. I think that knife might either no, shoot she took out. The knife or, back. I think. The Did knife she? Is just yeah. like a dagger just on showed, her belt. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't thought, know. I thought that was part of the. No, I remember her taking it back and putting it in her. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this all leads to Arya wanting to get it in once before she dies. Before she might die. Yeah. And I mean, like, plays last, it real cool. Yeah. How many, last night on Earth. How many women you've been with? So, in my opinion, this scene was done like really well because it wasn't like because you saw her butt. Because you saw her butt. You saw the sides of her boobs. I. <laughs> she is still young, eight year old Arya to me. To, I was like, oh no, oh stop this. <laughs> get with the times, man. Turn yeah. this off. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> She's to showing me, her elbow. To me, it's it's because she is she's clearly the aggressor on this, and um, uh, most of the scene, most of this type of scene in in the show has been like the man always being the aggressor yeah. kind of thing. So it, it was it was nice to see her do it on her own terms. Well, Yara does all right. Yeah, she does do all right. Yeah. <laughs> So he's shitting on Theon whenever she's doing it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. This this was a big deal on the internet, obviously, because yep. really, everyone yeah. oh, everyone yeah. fucking looked how old big, she was. Big pop. <laughs> she's twenty. Actress is twenty two. Arya Stark is eighteen. Not a body double. There you go. I've answered Clear. all the questions you had. Cleared on all charges. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, back to the the fellows at the hearth. 
Um, it cuts so Gendry and Arya are 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 getting intimate, and then it cuts to uh, Tormund looking at Brienne again. Like the next, <laughs> it is literally the next shot is Tormund and Brienne. I didn't notice. And I was like, oh, so hard. <laughs> this this is what we should be seeing. Um, I forget who says it, but someone makes a point of look at us all around this all around this fire. Like we've all fought the Starks at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. And then another person, I think it's like, like, now we're all defending it. Yeah, because, well, they, they start going through battles against the Starks, don't they? Yeah. And he's like, oh, not, lost. not specifically against the Starks. When they're Each going other, through the battles, they're just saying, because uh, Tyrion says, I, they're joking about being last night on Earth, and Tyrion's like, I think we, I think we make it. I think we yeah, live. Yeah, he's, he's optimistic. And then he, oh, and everyone right. laughs, and he kind of gets up, and he's like, look at what, look at the fights we've survived. Davos fucking. Survive the, the battle, <laughs> battle of the buckets in the Battle of Blackwater Bay. Yeah, uh, Jamie, Jamie lost the whisper, whispering wood, whichever that one was. I don't know if we see is that in yeah, the that's show. The one where that's where they take him captive. Yeah, at the very beginning. Oh, yeah. okay. Rob beats him. You don't really Rob see the fighting. Him. Yeah, that they one, come out of the, the fucking aftermath. trees. Yeah. Um, Tyrion being optimistic sort of harkens, at least me, it harkens back to that conversation with Bran. Like again, does he? Did he learn mm-hmm. something? Yeah. Oh, and this is after that. That's a yeah. really good point, actually. Mm-hmm. Again, it could have just been like, ah, we don't, we don't have to tell the story again. But it, yeah. it, it, it's a stop. And, and also, like, Bran has motivations of his own. Bran is not just this like codex that is consulted. Bran uh, sometimes tells people the whole truth. Sometimes, like with Jamie, doesn't tell like lies and is capable of deceit. Mm-hmm. And clearly, is a gen of his own. And and we have really no idea what any of the other three-eyed ravens agendas were no. other than to like find the next yeah three-eyed yeah. raven we're, and continue the line we're assuming bran is kind of on our the living side just because he's opposed to the night king mm-hmm. um but maybe bran is telling people what they need like in a, in a very morpheus-esque way telling people what they need to hear like you know, maybe he gave Tyrion. He's like, "Yeah, we. I've seen it. We all survived the battle, or whatever." So the Tyrion is going to get out there, and and that's what he needs to hear, so he can go fight and die in this battle and save. Mm. Everything, you know what I mean? Mm. Of like, Bran is capable of deceit. And everything Bran says may not be the full truth. Yeah, right. He does see, but he is at least fronting. Like he, when he says stuff like to Jamie, "You can't help us in this fight." Yeah, if you are dead, like he is at least, at very least, fronting that we need to win this battle. Yeah, right now. Yeah. So this is the same scene where um, uh, I f- I think it's uh, it's Tyrion who says um, Sir Brienne of Sir Brienne of Tarth hmm. and I forget what to, what battle she's fought in, but then she and he, he corrects the himself. He corrects himself. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. He corrects himself, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Lady Brienne of Tarth." And then Tormund's, Tormund's like, "What? You're not a knight? No, I would knight you ten times if I was king." I'm yes, like, yes. The way if, I were, like, if I were king, king, I'd knight you ten times over. <laughs> <laughs> just leaning in, like yeah. just salivating. <laughs> uh, and then Jamie just does the fucking coolest thing. He's like, "Well, that's not true. Any, Any knight, knight can make knight. a knight." Yeah. And then he walks over, and then he pulls out pulls out his sword just fucking she just initially a, is like i don't want to, i don't want to be a knight and yeah. then her and pod share a glance and pod's like you come, fucking want to come be a knight. on yeah, yeah also if you're a knight i'm a knight squire i'm a real squire yeah that's sort of what i i read into that like she she sort of declines being a knight and she looks at pod and then 
for me, it's like, oh, well, Pod wants to be a knight, but if she's not a knight... Brienne then, wants to be a knight. Yeah, sure. I feel like Pod... I feel like she looked at Pod because Pod had the best read on her out yeah. of any other character at this point in the show. Totally. Like, oh, Pod gets call. her because he's traveled with her. Yeah. And I think it was implied... I was trying to think when she first said it, I was trying to think of the, if there was actually an aired conversation, but I think it's at very least implied that she's probably said to Pod, all I ever wanted was... To be a knight, or at well, least only, to be recognized. Isn't like, it only knights can be Kingsguard or something? And because she uh, wasn't a knight, because hound, she was a lady, she couldn't be a... The hound was a Kingsguard. And the, did he never get knighted? The hound famously says, I'm not a knight. Sir Clegane? Sir, Sir Gregor. Sir Gregor not is... Sir Sandor? No. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he always is like, I'm not a knight. Uh, it's not very good. Yeah. It's not, it's not very bad. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie pulls out his sword, and he's like... Neil Brienne of Tarth and does the the knighting ceremony, which is fucking what an incredible scene! Like yeah. I, I love this up. scene. I'm not gonna lie, this yeah. scene and the next scene, I got a little bit choked up. So good, um, big applause from the peanut gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he knights uh, Brienne, and like the, uh, the 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 episode called "Knight," he he calls her a knight of the Seven Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was called the Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. There is a there was a funny conversation between us where we were like, "Hey, is Jamie a legal knight?" And then <laughs> yeah, well, like because remember, Daenerys is overthrowing the monarch. Didn't like under Cersei, he is absolutely a knight. Under Daenerys, would Daenerys recognize that knighthood yeah, and right. thereby Brienne's knighthood? Sure. Like, I feel like this is definitely a knightship now, but then you have to reapply. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do all knights have to reapply whenever there's a fucking... Well, what's going to happen when Tyrion's like, uh, and proud to introduce your grace, uh, Sir Brienne of Tarth. And she's like, well, how did, I didn't make you a knight. How did, who made you a knight? You can't... You can't just be a knight. It just doesn't work, work like that. Well, but, but I feel like when there are burner, <laughs> <laughs> when there are uh, changes in 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 the uh, the dictatorship. Mm. Um, I feel like knighthoods have always yeah, been usually carried over. I, I yeah, feel like I feel like yeah. Jamie Lannister might be a special case just because of who he is yeah. and because of who his sister is. Mm. Uh, he has he got really got a one foot in each pie. Yes. As the expression goes, as she, as like as like everybody's applauding for Tormund with <laughs> with some gusto, just applauding. It's it's funny how Tormund I, I feel doesn't really know what's going on, but no, he's just no. just super stoked, like for her. just comically so, like yeah. yeah, I knew you could be a knight. <laughs> yeah. um, and just a great big smile on Brienne's face, which mm-hmm. uh, I think you mentioned, like that's the biggest smile she's ever had, in this yeah, show, which is yeah, yeah, and that's her that's her arc, like yep. literally. There is nothing left in this show for her other than probably to die. Yeah, because, yeah, she, she fulfilled her vows. See, she protected the See the zombie of um, uh, the Baratheon she loved out there on the Renly, field. Yeah. And Renly, yeah. Both the daughters are back in Winterfell. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah right? shit. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah, that she was her kept oath. the oath. She, yeah, to she Catelyn totally... and Jamie, and now and she's been knighted. So, huh. yeah, like, wow. mark her up on the Deadpool. Made it through with both her hands. <laughs> Uh, and the next scene is Sam and Jorah. And, uh, little Mormons, uh, lady Mormons. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what happens there? Jorah's like, you shouldn't fight, you should be down in the crypts. And she basically rolls her eyes and like, yep, just, okay, all the adults see, say this. Yeah. See you there. <laughs> <laughs> see you on the field, coward. <laughs> That's neat, because, um... Drags off a bigger sword than Jorah has. <laughs> how, how are... How are these two related? Boy. Did they say oh cousin? Boy. 
Uh, uh, yeah, I think they did say cousin, which could mean fucking second cousin through fifth cousin. But I don't even remember how she's related to uh, the Lord Commander, which I think she might say at some point in the show. I think so, yeah. But the Lord Commander was the head of the Mormonts. And then he chose to become a man of the Night's Watch. And then Jorah should have been, Jorah should have been the 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 Lord uh, of Bear Island, right? But and he, he was got, supposed to get the sword. Yeah, but he got uh, exiled. And Le- some, sorry, uh, Leanna Mormont is the niece of uh, Jorah Mormont. Okay, and the first cousin of Sir Jorah. Okay, that makes sense. There you go. So Sir Jorah's sister is. Leanna's mother? Is that how cousins work? No, it, cousin. it would be... well. Like, yeah. I, yeah. The Lord Commander... What's his name? Oh, no, that'd G- make her Gior. uncle. Gior Mormont's one of his siblings' kids. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So they are cousins. Yes. Yes, first yeah. cousins. First cousins, which means, yeah, one, they, it means they share... Yeah. Um, share... Blood. Blood, <laughs> yes, yes. That's what it is. Played and, by Bella Ramsey, apparently. And she's like, all right, yeah, whatever fucking adult i'm i'm gonna handle this mm-hmm. and like lols next to her big bannerman behind her yeah. like, come on boys yeah. <laughs> and crawls up on their shoulders <laughs> and then um sam approaches jorah and he's like hey uh i got this sword i really can't use it he but- says i can't hold it up yeah I'm very honest of you sam <laughs> slayer of fen <laughs> Lover of ladies. But I'd like you to have it, which is a great scene. Uh, I know you guys were confused about who they were referencing because they, yes. they talk about... Uh, how did it go? They switch gears because it starts with him talking about how, oh, this sword was my father's. Uh, I think he actually says family now that I'm thinking back to it. I think he specifically says the sword belonged to my family. Which, Jorah which says, I guess it does. Yeah, Jorah says you still have a family yeah. as he tries to give it to him. Right. Which makes a lot more sense. And then he says um, something about your father taught me to be a man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and that's Sam, when the conversation changes to the other person, which is what we did not catch. Yeah, Sa- Sam mentions like how Gior Mormont, who was the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, like he taught me how to be a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I want you to have the sword, and then uh, Jorah says, "I will." Wield it in his memory. In his memory, and then uh, and we were we thinking, were confused about like Randall Tarley was kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah, and and like previously in the show, people have been like, "Oh, we'll do it to honor your father or whatever." Sam and Sam are like, but, uh, "Anybody but him. Anybody yeah. but my father." Yeah. So that was a good scene. Yeah. They're playing it musical musical swords <laughs> with the Valyrian steel. Yeah. Yeah. Joer gave what should have been Jorah's sword to John. Sam gave his sword to Jorah. They're all just passing the swords. Yeah. Big circle. Which is then a great arc for Jorah because his whole thing was his fucking exile and forsaking his family name. And now he has, he gets to fight for his family name in a roundabout way. Yeah, totally. With a sword that he would have got if he was not exiled. Not that sword. Full, full redemption almost. Full circle. Circle. Um, But yeah, they're like, they're, they're placing these, these significant weapons in, in people who are fully capable of wielding them which all of which will die named characters hands yeah (laughs) i was thinking about this and like a sword is a sword uh but i mean like unless you've practiced with it like you don't really know the balance of it you don't really know like the characteristics of it these sword fighters seem to (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) to to the to the named cast a sword is a sword i mean john John knows longclaw for sure he's he's had that sword and maybe longclaw and the the other one are the same weight like maybe if it's the same type of sword maybe there's not a lot of variance yeah 
Uh, I don't maybe, know. Maybe. I remember ice was like. Yeah. It looked like it took four people to swing it, but ice was enormous. Fucking do they, it. they melted ice into two swords. That's, That's right. so big. Yeah. And then. Whatever happened to those swords? Joffrey Brienne has one. Oh, Old Keeper's one. Old yeah. Keeper. Where is Widow's Whale? That was Joffrey's. Does oh. Jamie have it? Yes. Tyrion. Uh, Tywin gave it yeah. to him? Yeah. yeah. So did he give them both? Because. He did, but okay. he, he lost Oathkeeper when he lost his hand. He gave it to Brienne, but right. I think he just said he lost it or something. You can remember I how think, that went. I think Jamie might have. I think Jamie might Widow's have. Widow's Whale. Did he, re- did he rename it? That's a fucking stupid name from a stupid kid. <laughs> Only cunts named the shorts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a direct line a, from the show. He's the biggest one. <laughs> uh, switch back to the hearth, fellows. And uh, Pod sings a song. Yeah, they ran out of wine. Yeah, they ran out of wine. Tyrion doesn't want it to be over, much like how I imagine Brando and I would react when... Mm-hmm. No! Yeah. No, it's we, not. We talked about this, where it's like, are you the... Keep the party keep going! Head, are you the keep the head clear for the fight ahead, or get so drunk because you know you're probably going to lose it? <laughs> uh, and Pod sings a song, which is... I was supposed to look up the the lyrics because I think they have a fair bit of significance. Mm. Matt, would you would you on mind it. on it? Um, but it's it's a nice final moment of rest and peace before the battle because they they show Sam uh, kind of sleeping with his family. They show uh, Gendry just falling asleep sure. and uh, Arya staring, like mm. kind of regretting her decisions, much like how. I guess that would go down. <laughs> Wasn't what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, Should have picked a guy with more women under his belt. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys say about Sansa eating with Theon? Uh, she, oh, I just, just laughed that she's just out there eating with the eating the same shitty soup that Davos <laughs> is serving like these war orphans, and Sansa's out there in her super fancy armor just eating this gross soup with Theon. It seems like everyone's just got full reign of that fucking castle right now. People are just running through the throne room, and <laughs> yeah. you just want me to read fucking the playing hopscotch could you, in the crypts? Could you? <laughs> yeah, it's not very long. Could uh, you sing it? I don't actually remember the tune. I can do it to the Reigns of Castamere if you want. That's okay. Uh, the tune is called Jenny of Old Stones, and the lyrics are, High in the halls of king of the kings who are gone, Jenny would dance with her ghosts. The ones she had lost, the ones she had found, and the ones who had loved her the most. The ones who had been gone for so very long, she couldn't remember their names. They spun her around on the damp old stones, spun away all her sorrow and pain. And she never wanted to leave, and then that just repeats. Well, what's the Jenny of Old Stones? Of Old Stones, which is something about a peasant woman who marries Prince Duncan Targaryen, uh, the eldest son oh, of Aegon the yeah. Fifth. Duncan was heir to the Iron Throne this, and already betrothed to a Baratheon daughter. This is a guy from uh, Duncan Egg. Duncan Egg, yeah, yeah. yeah. He forfeited his claim by marrying Jenny, the woman he loved. There you go. Hmm. Neat. I'm going to read that. Are you familiar soon. with Duncan Egg? No, I have the book, but I haven't. Well, I have it. So I guess it was a book and then adapted into a graphic novel. I read the graphic novel, yeah, like the I comic have, book. I have that. Yeah. Is what I have. Um, um, is there only one of those or is there, there's like a, there's more than one book about those guys. I've only read, I've only read what, uh, what was availed, available to me in the graphic novel. Mm. And I know like a lot of people hold this story in high regard. Personally, the, uh, myself, I'm... Eh, about it, Didn't like care. yeah, the, the 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 sorry, the, the, I sort of tuned out there. The people hold the whole the story of the song. 
And story of uh, Duncan Egg. The tragedy at Summerhall? No, like, like talking about? The, we're talking about like the the stories of Dunk and Egg. Duncan the, the Tall and Egon. Oh, I see. Yeah, I that see. they're referencing here. Uh, Not anything to do with this. Yes. Apparently this Jenny's of Old Stones uh, is referring to uh, a the Targaryen summer retreat called Summerhall burned in a terrible fire. Uh, and they had gathered there to celebrate uh, Rhaegar's birth. There you go. And it is rumored that Aegon V had enlisted sorcerers and pyromancers in an attempt at resurrecting dragons, and the ceremony went awry, burning Summerhall to the ground. Oh, no. Everyone at Summerhall died in the fire. Almost everyone. Uh, the king, Prince Duncan, the Lord Commander, uh, the few exceptions being Rhaegar and his mother. I'm going to get to that in the next volume of my Blood and Fire book, I bet. Or in my Duncan Egg graphic novel. <laughs> One of the two. Um, Which is not reviewed well around this table. <laughs> uh, yeah, again, final moment of rest in peace before the battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's everybody's resting. Um, Grey Worm and Missy share a kiss, which again seals his fate mm-hmm. tenfold. They've, they've done this before, and he lived, and you thought he was dead. I think I Grey Worm so. could. Uh, uh, Grey Worm hasn't fought in shit since the first time they yeah, met, it's really. True. It's true. <laughs> Sir Barristan died? He was there when Sir Barristan died. And you're like, oh, oh shit, true. Barristan yeah. and Grey Worm are the... both dead, but oh, no. That sucked. I remember being real sad when that happened. I, was, kind of I really... was, yeah. I was Sir like, he's, got, he's probably alive, right? Unceremonious end, yeah. Oh, fuck. This is going to dive into the books a bit, but you, you've read all of them, right? Yep. There's this incredible, incredible chapter from the point of view of Barristan mm. in, in, like, the Great Pyramid of Marine. Do you remember that one? Uh, I think that so. was, like, in, like, the last book, right? Oh, so good. Yeah. Like, his story's really good, and I I just hated how they did him in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did him dirty. I really want him to finish those books. <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day. I've been thinking, because I'm, like, and it kind of started, so I was reading that Targaryen book, like... Honestly, probably five, ten pages a day. Yeah. Because um, it's dense reading. And then since the first episode of the new season of Game of Thrones came out, uh, I've just been fucking cutting through it. Like, it's no, really? it's going real fast. And, like, it has renewed my energy for, like, the backstory and lore of, of the world. And it's, like, super fascinating considering it's not really a story more so than kind of a, a group it's of, uh, yeah, a group of stories in a history book. But yeah. So I read through the world of Ice and Fire, mm-hmm. and that was that was interesting, very history booky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know what is this one called, Fire and Blood? Yeah, yeah, it's like the complete history of the Targaryen dynasty. I I wasn't ever really compelled to read this one just because the the Targaryens are kind of my least um, favored of the of any of the families, right? But like they are kind of like the center of they're kind of they are they're and they're like the one you know almost nothing about. In the grand scheme of things, right? Yeah. Like, you know... I know they have, like, a rich history, though. Yeah, like, and it's fucked. Like, they... It, it's the same... Like, it's weird family problems in a weird way where it's, like, because everyone's so close, it makes, um, like, the enemies are within the house are, like, fighting on dragons with each other, which is mm, super dope. Yeah. And a lot of the kind of politicking of... Well, now you're looking at... This guy's second son is the heir, but if you can get rid of him, it falls all the way to this guy's like eighth son. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's 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 very interesting because there's there's that whole Blackfire Rebellion, which kind of splinters like the the whole Tigerian family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's so that's pretty late and my the book i'm reading only has the first half of oh everything oh. like from Aegon's conquest through halfway to the mad king oh wow yeah hmm. it's big yeah it's it, like i said it's fascinating because every like it'll tie into something that we know um even if it's just like dragon's a, age eggs in the in the winterfell right, crypts where, <laughs> where the dragon eggs are and um even like a like a tale like a bard's tale that we know that is like oh yeah this is about uh uh, uh what's his name uh Baylor the brave uh, which I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. And now you're reading about the life of Baylor the Brave. Mm. It's like, yeah, he was pretty brave. <laughs> um, then this cuts to John in the crypts. And, A lot of scenes in the crypts. And then the crypts are safe. Yeah, the crypts are safe, you yeah. guys. Remember. Very safe. They say it like 12 times. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Sam, you should go in the crypts where it's safe. Tyrion, safety of the crypts for you, my man. <laughs> like, if this, if, if the, if the poll here is that no one thought uh, that they could rise the dead within the Winterfell crypts. Mm. That's going to be like one of those moments in this show where I'm like, you're fucking all stupid. You deserve what you get. That would surprise me. I, <laughs> yeah. didn't, I didn't know they could do that. Yeah, but like it just seems so beat you over the head with it. It's like, why would you put them where all the dead people are when they that's can raise point. the dead? There's going to be something about the crypts. There's going to be something about Well, that. and that's the thing. Like, I think there might be like, maybe they want me to think this and they're gonna, there's going to be a reason mm. why the crypts are safe. Maybe the Winterfell dead rise to fight for the good guys yeah that would be nice pretty good honest ned that's Bran's version that, Bran yeah, is Bran the night it. king Bran becomes the night king and Raises fights himself and is like let's fucking go yes Danny comes to uh comes to join him in the in the crypt and he she approaches as he's looking up at Lyanna Morma uh Lyanna Stark's mm. statue. Yeah. She says who is that and without even looking at her he just like deadly says Lyanna Stark and it just hangs yeah. and Danny is like smiling cuz she comes down and is like hey John how you doing? Mm. And the smile kind of falls yeah. from her face mm. and she's like okay what the fuck's going on? It's a really tense well, cause, scene. Cuz yeah. she knows as soon as he says that her knowledge of the whole thing is like Oh, fuck. We're going to talk about how my yeah. beloved brother raped your mother, <laughs> yeah. are we? Yeah. That's what we're doing down here. Um, she she brings it up. Yeah. Like, right right after, yeah. She's like, well, everyone always told me Rhaegar uh, sang songs, and those, those Jorah told her that. Mm. Uh, gave money to children. I think Varys said some of that as well. And yeah. He said it was always so kind, and then he, like, brutally stole and raped this woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reveal uh, happens to Danny, Like, uh, John. John pretty much lays it out like, no, uh, there wasn't a kidnapping, there wasn't a rape. These two were actually in love, and uh, Rhaegar had his marriage to the Dornish lady annulled and had the secret, um, secret marriage to uh, my aunt, or Lyanna Stark, and they birthed a child, and this child would have been a detriment to uh, Robert Baratheon's... Um, reign as king so Lyanna had mentioned to her brother Ned hey you need to protect this child at all costs mm-hmm. and that child was me there, so there's like <laughs> there's a couple of different ways you could deliver that information and I think if you're not trying to like totally fucking freak her out you probably end with anything other than 
My name's not John. It's Aegon Targaryen or whatever. But that's like, just add on at the end at that point be like, rightful king of the first men in the Andals, first of his, whatever of his name. Like, Raise your sword yeah, up while you like, The king of everything! Like, it was a very John way of being absolutely tactless in this yeah, conversation yeah. where he's like, well, apparently I'm the fucking king of everything. Yep. <laughs> They're really um, getting mileage out of this, like the biggest twist in the in the story so yeah, far. Really where good they've, mileage. Like, ended, they've ended three episodes with like the reveal to the audience, the reveal to John, yeah. and the reveal <laughs> to Danny. I really liked how they framed the shot as he's telling the story and as he's setting up this reveal, they they have the shot of Danny's face, and she sells it like fucking incredibly mm-hmm. well. Oh yeah. Immediately is not happy to hear this news. Yeah. And like even the Can, first she's thing. She's putting the pieces together. Yeah. And as, as soon as he's about to deliver the like, my name is Aegon, she's just like, don't, 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 don't. I don't like where this is going. And the very first thing she says is that would mean you have not the claim, not the rightful claim, mm-hmm. which really he would. You have a claim to the Iron Throne. Not even like, it's not like, whoa, we, there's a lot to unpack back here it's like right oh no she's immediately only thinking about you also have a client like does this make us enemies now mm-hmm. it's kind of almost mm-hmm. the implication and no one knows what to think about this like and then the horn sounds yeah. and yeah. you don't get an answer our oh, rangers are coming back thank god oh it's the wildlings we're fucking oh shit like the worst alarm clock ever also maybe it's time to die we should have one toot be walkers i think we said this in a different podcast we should have one toot be walkers because what if you're like walkers are coming oh they killed me i'm dead yeah, I was always... Uh, and everyone's like, oh, great, Rangers, open the doors! Rangers, you're back, y'all! I was always the impre- under the impression that they would do it because you'd just be so fucking stressed out so much of your life. That's maybe that a good first point. And, That's maybe like, a good oh, point. fuck. But, you know. Okay, good. Even that first one, you're always waiting for the second and third. Yeah. Uh, she's not happy about it, no. obviously, but yes, like, they, the, 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 the awkward conversation... Mm. about discussing the logistics of everything, not to mention the minor incest that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Very, tar- by Targaryen standards, super duper minor. Yeah. Uh, no, not even worth mentioning. Totally saved yeah. by the bell. And yes, the White, yep. Walker, White, White Walkers are coming. The uh, episode closes off with uh, a line of White Walkers. Oh, so good. Setting up and uh, yeah, pretty much uh, looking down on Winterfell and that's where it goes black. Yeah. That scene uh, where where John and, and Danny he reveals her name like it seems like John is immediately it seems like he's staking his claim almost to the throne where he just the the, the way that conversation goes down and the way he says his name because uh, you could very easily Danny brings it up and is like oh a, a secret that only two people in the world oh, know yeah, huh? yeah. and they're both your best friends that's pretty mm. fishy and like if this wasn't the quote son of the famously honorable Ned Stark maybe you could be like yeah okay we'll just kind of brush that under the rug we and can pretend keep, it never we can keep fucking and we'll just never talk yeah. about this because nothing changes in terms of uh who's got the men because no. john had the men before uh he was ever a targaryen and and danny had the dragons and mm-hmm. and all her her people and this news would not flip the dothraki and the unsullied no but it will have a very big impact on the the wars to come assuming mm-hmm. we survive the undead attack right Suddenly, do the Bannermen and Westeros honor John's claim, or do they honor Danny's claim? 
right? The idea has been she's going to come back and be like, I'm the rightful queen. And everyone's going to be like, yes, you are. And just flock to her cause. Because you kind of have to wonder why anyone in Westeros would honor Danny's claim over Jon's. Exactly. I could see a lot of people honoring the Lannister claim just because, well, that's where we are now. Yeah. She's the king. She's got the seat. And the only reason really is like she has dragons. Mm -hmm. She has this weapon that nobody else has. And those are, we've learned, fallible. Yes. Kyburn is building fucking big dragon killing crossbows and things. Um, so again, John strikes me as a guy who's like, you know what? Don't worry about that. Like we have bigger fish to fry for now, whatever. I don't, I don't care about that. I care about the living. I care about the men. Um, let's go handle this. And he gives her the nod as they're like, they, they look out and they see the walkers and they see the battles coming. He looks over to Danny and he gives her the nod. Like, let's do this. Let's stick to the plan type of thing. She's fucking walks off. What a bad time for that to happen. Just gives him a fucking look and walks. Like, are are we still going to do the thing with the dragons or... Because as much as I was on... I need to know right now. (laughs) As much as I was on on team, hey, uh, maybe we fucking share this bombshell information. The second he told her and then the horn went off, I was like, this could have waited. Yeah. This fucking little fact could have waited. Well... (laughs) Um... Again, it's it, it it's a thing where John will just hand wave this, right? Because we don't need to worry about this for now. And fucking, it doesn't even matter to me, really. But again, it probably matters to her. It matters to her, and if she decides to become a shitty person about it and take it out on innocent people or mm. what, whoever, maybe maybe something happens to John during the battle. Maybe she. That's what I my my guess for how the next uh, okay scene of the battle ends is maybe Danny kind of fucks him over. For me, it's like, I, I think he's going to be urged on by Sam, by Sansa, um, the people to be like, you need to take up that mantle because yeah. you are the, you are the true king for one. Also, you're a just king. You're a nice guy. Everybody follows you. And John's again like, fuck I just can't. Oh my God. Okay, <laughs> fine. Can we just fight the undead? Who fucking cares? Yeah. Uh... But yeah, like there's, there's, they, that was left hanging, and um, they obviously have a Night King to kill, mm-hmm. and that's, but that's gonna, that has to be addressed. Seems like we're gonna see that battle next, next episode. Yep. I'd be surprised, not shocked, honestly, if it was like if we had a concurrently in King's Landing type of thing, but yeah. Um, I hope we don't. So I here, we, I, I, I want to know what happens. Scene, Fuck. Here is my theory about. Here is an idea that I'm entertaining about. Mm-hmm. Yes, th- 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 I should say. These are all just, like, yeah. idle ideas. Yeah. I'm not, don't put too much stock into exactly. any of these. Um, the Night King was not shown in the lineup of White Walkers. You're right. With no dragons, whatever. Maybe they were just holding back because they didn't want to reveal it or whatever mm-hmm. to, to, to people in Winterfell. But as viewers, again, like, he was noticeably absent. We're all looking for his head when they're looking at those. <laughs> yes. Yes. The yeah. only one without hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... If he doesn't show up, they're fucked. Like, if he doesn't show up, does the world end? There's an idea that I that I have that I've read. It's not an original idea. It's just something I've read, and I'm, I'm subscribing to this. You is that, that he and uh, I forget which uh, uh, which I was about to call him a dinosaur, but which dragon <laughs> is it? Viserion. Who's who? Who are the two riding? Drogon um, and Rhaegal. Yes, sure. Viserion's the one that died. Yep. So he. Totally, like, either uh, circles around Winterfell or flies over it or whatever. He skips Winterfell. He makes his way to 
King's Landing and just raises it. Oh, just fucking raises it. Fuck, that would be so <laughs> fucked. And I didn't then even think about that, that. That sort of calls to the the visions that um, Daenerys had. Do you guys remember in uh, earlier seasons where she sees the the throne room just uh, with with a broken off roof, oh, and then it's covered it's raining in raining ashes, raining ashes, or it could be snow. That's right. Maybe. I think it, I think she's, I think she specifically says ash in that. Sure. It could be it could be snow like but you dream. But maybe, I think maybe, that one is specifically the, ash. Maybe that's the flip. Is you think it's ash and it's actually just snow? Oh, fuck. So he just he just devastates King's Landing, and uh, they've mentioned many times that there's a million people in, and the whole thing is King's built Landing. on top of wildfire. So like one good dragon blast could theoretically <laughs> that whole thing. And that's yeah, so maybe that. Fucked. But then also he he also then has an, a million extra, a million Oops. plus a golden company extra of of troops, and then now Winterfell is stuck in between. No elephants though. As, no elephants. Though. As I've been uh, fancy myself the expert on dragon warfare now with my reading <laughs> material, I it would be interesting to see if they could justify one guy on a dragon taking a city like King's Landing. Yeah, I, I think it would because, have to be the wildfire thing. Yeah, maybe the wildfire blows, or maybe you could say, well, as he's killing, he's raising. People yeah. like so yeah. maybe or maybe that would work. Maybe but. you can only kill. Maybe that fucking crossbow thing that Kyburn has doesn't kill undead dragons. Maybe that dragon just keeps it taking just keeps spears going, yeah. and arrows and never drops. So uh, the final part to this 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 idea of uh, that that I'm sort of subscribing to is because of uh, Cersei's sort of um, her her sort of assignment for Braun. To, hey, go north and kill these guys. He Makes is the one. Out. He is the one. Yeah, that sort of like witnesses this and sort of bugs out. And he's already on his way north. And he's the one that tells everybody, like, "Hey, shit went down down south, and like we're fucked." That makes a lot of sense. No it, it, it's a it thing. It fits well. I don't know uh, if that does happen. I don't know how they 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 make it out. I don't know how they battle this thing. And then you get the Clegane bowl. Maybe, maybe yeah. they don't. Between, like, undead, undead, yeah. Gregor. Yeah, no, they, that that one doesn't even have to be turned. That yeah. one, he's just, Night King's like, hey, you should, you're should. you on the wrong team, bud. You're but, good. He's like, I know, I knew it. Cuts, cuts Cersei's head off, and that's that. Uh, so that's that's kind of a, a thing that I, I, I'm, I'm fancying. I'm big into the idea of Jamie killing Cersei, mm-hmm. so I need her... To somehow not die during all that, <laughs> she might make it out. Although she various can. various tunnels and the yeah. you know she sees the dragon over the horizon and is like, okay, everyone to the walls, and then fucking just bails. Mm-hmm. That'd be a very Cersei thing to do. Be interesting. Yeah, I think uh, my my thing I'm imagining doesn't really th- both these things could happen. I'm imagining uh, in this eventual fight with the Night King at Winterfell with Bran in the Godswood or whatever. Um, I think that John might be like Daenerys, totally immune to fire. And we might get a good, like, John and the Night King are grappling or something, and Daenerys is flying over on her dragon and is like, oh, I'm just going to fucking kill them both. I'm just going to take care of this right now. <sighs> this big torrent of fire comes down. But then John is, like, still there because he... Naked. You know, naked, yeah. Still has his hair, though. Always has their hair. Yeah. Because he, you know, not all Targaryens are like that, we learned. Viserys couldn't couldn't handle the gold and... I feel like I... Sort of thing. Like, like, they... I'm trying to think of what I know about, and it doesn't matter because it's a show. And yeah. the show have, 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 has, there, has there ever been another? I don't remember. Well, and it's dragon fire is the other thing, which mm-hmm. is different than than regular fire. So I'm assuming all like I don't think wildfire. We don't know, but yeah. I, I would assume that all fire might not work on her. Yeah, maybe. That's maybe how this goes. And and also, uh, I totally think she might 
for the third time do a like burn everything around me and I make it out type of thing as a real 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 like long ball everything's going bad all right night king you and me let's do it type of thing mm-hmm. and is going to run the old burn down the straw palace around them bit <laughs> like she has done a few times sure it's interesting to think about doesn't, Danny doesn't her dragon shoot her fire at when they're chained up and she's in the temple and they burn the the warlocks and things isn't she like in the path of no. her dragon's fire then no, I don't call so. that the only thing I couldn't remember is that second when she burns all the uh, when she gets kidnapped by the calls and she burns that whole place down. Yeah. I couldn't remember if that was Dragonfire or not. No, that was her no, just tipping over the brazier. Yeah, she oh, knocks yeah. over so everything. Still checks It's interesting uh, the way they leave that because, like, like you said, um, John nods at her, indicating, "All right, let's do this," it's and time. she walks away. And then, yeah, John's like, "Hey, are you switching this up? Are you mad at me?" Should we, we, talk, we don't have time to yeah. talk about this right now. Yeah. I need you to you stick to the plan. You were supposed to flank left. <laughs> and it, it'd be interesting to see if she, she does go rogue on him. Especially with especially if it fails, and then, boom, there is their conflict of, like, she tried to kill me. Let's go. It's on. Yeah. But they kind of have to not fail this fight, right? Well, no. Like, that would get rid of the Night King, and yeah. the Undead would be fine. She would fail at killing John, basically. Sure. The, the assassination attempt against John mm-hmm. would fail. I don't know if they'll do that. That would be cool. The the way I'm thinking about it is like this is uh, this is sort of what the the show has been culminating to this battle with the battle of uh, living in the dead against the night king mm-hmm. and if they sort of resolve that next episode like that's the battle with Cersei is just kind of gonna be like very underwhelming B plot almost yeah yeah that's also what I worry about as well but they must they must have something like they I, have I have faith plan. in the yeah. makers of the show that they got something maybe they maybe they because kind of in line with our thinking where it was good before it got all big and magic and mm. it was good when it was just trickery and cunning maybe they're like that's how it's got to end is with some fucking shifty work. Uh, on the political level, yeah. after the big fight, or maybe they, maybe they maybe they win the fight without killing the Night King. Maybe the dragons are enough, and they mow down the lines of the White Walkers, and all the undead fall, and and maybe the Night King is still the problem to resolve for three more episodes. But this huge, massive army of the dead is, for the time being at least, abated. Hmm. I think it would be interesting if, even if it wasn't just the Night King and his dragons solo. If the undead just kind of kept fucking going, yeah, like they went around Winterfell, they kept oh, just yeah. kept marked like a like a wave instead of this one battle with Winterfell. So oh, even after they defend mean. the walls of Winterfell, they're like, well, there's fucking yeah, a million of, of them thousands made behind through. us now. Oh fuck, that's oh yeah. yeah. It could go a lot, a lot, a lot of ways. I'm really excited. Yeah, that's actually that's actually pretty crazy because yeah, it could just be like, all right, you're in our way, but we're going around. Yeah, that would be so good. What you. if they? What if they don't even fight at Winterfell? What if they just keep fucking yeah, marching? What if the Night King is like, well, you guys build all these defenses. I'm not gonna fight you here, fucking obviously, and just marches right past. Yeah. Like we'll get Winterfell last when you are the only people left. Yeah. Oh, that would be that would be like a very Game of Thrones, like just a simple little act of cunning that is just completely changes everything. And he just raises the Stark dead on the way by. Yeah. <laughs> Let's them handle it. Headless in dead the stands yeah. up and just fucking flips everybody off. Oh, uh, bless him. Um, yeah, so that it's it's going to be interesting. That next episode is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, an hour. It's the, we're into the long ones now, oh, boys. Yeah. We're in the end game now. Past it. We're over an hour for all of the rest yeah, of them. They're all like, right, they're all like two or three minutes apart. They're like an hour 20-ish. Mm. So we're... How long did this it. episode go? 58 minutes. Sorry, how long did this episode of Rebel, or 
Westeros FM. Don't call us that. You almost said the right uh, two hours. Good. So yeah, we're we're about two to one on showtime to uh, discussion time. Okay. And, any closing thoughts here on episode two? A night, the night of the Seven Kingdoms. The night of the mm-hmm. Seven Kingdoms. Great, 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 Jamie episode. Yes. Probably is going to go down as one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. I really like. I liked it as much as I've liked an episode in a couple seasons yeah. for sure. A lot of good fan service this yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I just I've watched enough TV shows that I've gotten way into, and the ones I really like, I will go back and watch again. And a lot of those shows you watch again and you're like, oh, they didn't really deal with this. Or all oh, these guys never got that closure or they never did this thing. Yeah. And I felt like this episode knocked off like half of my character interactions that I wanted to, to at least fucking tie up. Is there anything in that in that vein that we're still kind of waiting for? Well, I guess anyone at King's Landing that would have... Uh, anyone at King's Landing that would... Uh, maybe have a yeah. story to resolve with people who are up here. It'd be like Jamie and Cersei, Jamie or Cersei and yeah. Tyrion, uh, Tyrion Clegane and, Bowl. Uh, yeah, uh, Bron. I would say Bron and Tyrion need some sort of yeah, Bron and ending. everything. Yeah, um, I guess that'd be it. But though, there's right? way more of them had to get settled with the good guys up north. Yeah, and uh-huh. and most of them have. Like I'm trying to think of something that remains unfinished between people who are up there other than the A plots of like Danny and Sansa and, and John. Mm-hmm. Melisandre. Oh, Melisandre's gotta Melisandre. show up. Where's messy Melisandre? She's gonna come she's gonna come in fucking guns a blazing in this Ten Dragons behind her riding a Phoenix or some shit. She should be on the death pool, honestly. Yeah. Do you think she's dead? You know well? I, I never actually thought about her be uh coming back. Coming or? back about because like nobody's really even mentioned her, but mm. she even said herself like I gotta die here. Yep. Yep. So she's coming back. You think she'll be uh, a factor in this? I would like to see her save um, the Onion Knight Ooh. in a fight. We still like. We still have the question of what is this Fire God's motivation? What is Roller? Whatever his R- name is. Roller. Yeah. Like what is? May- maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Well, they just followed this prophecy, right? Like, yeah. But this like prophecy they're... of this one guy who is meant to lead everyone with a flaming sword in his hand. The prince that was promised. Yeah, but they but they're like they're preaching religious like text basically. They're they worship a red god and mm. and are like bringing people back to life and showing visions in the flames and like it it seems like there is um sorry, I'm out of breath, I had to run upstairs. <laughs> it seems like there is uh Is that Twitch life? Yeah. Like a <laughs> like a conscience, like a like a sentience behind uh, like a like a will behind whatever is showing people these visions and yeah i mean i always took it as the will was like like it, it was the the priest's motivations but it was like do we think like there's a night king do we think there is a fire god i don't think a we will no, i don't think we'll ever see a fire god no. i think we will continue to see them preach their beliefs like like the uh the seven or yeah. the old gods there it is like a belief structure that i think will probably culminate in some version of what they believed would always happen happening. The, the which, prince who was chosen. Right. Which Melisandre now thinks is Jon Snow. Exactly. After. Is yeah. it Jon Snow? She she has said she it as a lot of people. She thought it was Stannis. Stannis okay. and... John's actually John. a prince, which is more than some of them had going for them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but and but like, uh, Don Darien was, is the most recent of a line of... like All you seem to need to be one of those flaming sword holders is a priest with you 
uh, to light your sword on fire. Yeah. Well, Barak can do his. Barak, I'm sure it's a thing you learn. Yeah. Barak knows how to do his. Thoros could do his. But also, Thoros brought someone back from the dead, and Barak came back from the dead. I guess John's come back. Yep. And Melisandre did. They seem a little magical. Yep. There's definitely some. It's hard to. I just wonder if. And again, this is just like kind of idle uh, supposing, but um, kind of the 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 saga of fire and ice. Maybe the Night King is this terrible thing that needs to be dealt with, and then Melisandre is rolling in with some horrible, yet some other, un- some, un- uh, like terrible god, yeah, an, an army of like red fanatics who are like, okay, let's burn everything down. The yeah. night eternal night's over. Now we got to burn the world down to. Born it anew type of stuff. As much as I did not like Melisandre, nor do I think you were supposed to, I think in her, she believed what she was doing was saving the world from um, the dead and yeah. like evil. Yeah. So. But I mean, I, I wonder if, if they're all being manipulated. I wonder if this red god is just manipulating all of them. Yeah, I don't think the red god is a sentience hmm. the way that you... Yeah, it could be. I, but, I, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Just a, more and more an, an ideal. I put the red god more with like the old gods and the and the and the seven than mm-hmm. I do um, being like another like a, a other side of the coin to the ice king. Yeah. Any closing thoughts here on? Uh... No, like um, the, the now that you guys mentioned Melisandre, that is the one loose thread that I'm very interested in seeing mm-hmm. how they close that one up. I mean, like. You know, Jack and Hakkar, and and they're 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 not loose threads by any means, but there are other. Where is he? He just stayed in, in Bravos. Yeah, he just, I think that's about it for him. He just he just hung out. Yeah, he. I still think that he was Arya's dance instructor, and I still think there is more to that than meets the eye. If mm. all that you get is him confirming that it was his dance instructor, yeah, that'd be enough. That'd cut, be okay. Cut, yeah. cut back to Bravos, and you see, just see the afro from behind. You're like, oh, he's alive, and yeah. then it pans around to his face, and it's. Jacken's face. You're like, oh, the way it's shot in season one, it very much feels like something where I watched that scene and I was like, there's not like you're that guy's still alive. Yeah, totally. And she's like listening and you can like hear screaming, but. And they do the same. They say the same lines to each other. We're mm. like, but I mean, I guess Melisandre. Part of that is because probably they like are both bravosi and have the same like slang religion. Yeah. That, like, yeah. that could be a you. part of it. Yeah. But like they both give her like the there's only. Or no, it's 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 more subtle than that. Where uh, it's something like Jaka- uh, he he asks Arya a question or something, and and the answer is like there is only one God. His name is Death. What do we? Say? It's like what do we say to yeah, Death? Or something. I think that is a, a Bravosi religion. Just a yeah, saying. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, but also like Melisandre says, you know nothing to Jon Snow. So maybe there's something where oh, they yeah. can sure. kind of know things that have happened or mm-hmm. read minds or I sure. fucking I have no idea. But we could see some faceless folks more than just Arya. They I would think. be very helpful in the fight ahead. <laughs> we we could have just a series of unmaskings. Like who fucking knows who's faceless? No, yep. <laughs> like, huh. Arya is Daenerys. <laughs> yeah, Arya never made it back. The person who came back was never Arya. It was a different. It was oh, the waif. That's it was right. a faceless the person. Waif, the waif oh, didn't die. What a fucking. People would hate that. Uh, yeah, the people would fucking hate that. <laughs> Especially because the waif dying was one of my favorite It doesn't have to scenes. be the waif. You know, it yeah. could be any of the faceless, but... Yeah, that, that girl was a bitch. I feel, like if they, I feel like if they're pulling a coin out for the faceless thing, it is just the oh, little finger. The it's just the little finger coin. you say, before you give it to someone. That's right. That'd be cool. Like, that, that idea of... Uh, it's far-fetched and never going to happen, but I would love... For him to sit on the throne of like just a decimated Westeros and be like, and yeah, harken back to Baelish. 
when uh yeah when uh when they said he would he would be he would watch the world bo- he would watch the world burn just to be the king of the ashes and that totally maybe fits with your night king burns uh king's yeah, landing yeah. heads up little finger who somehow faked his death stumbles in is like <gasps> sits down in his busted up throne and i just keep thinking what is the context of that scene where he fucking with him and the little girl and the coin it's gotta be a what is the context of that scene if 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 something doesn't happen here yes it is such a weird it's one of those things that it's so late in the season that it couldn't be that they even gave up on it and they're just like oh this isn't gonna work it was late enough in the series where it's like what the fuck is this scene even about? If- I sort of thought it was just a little bird. You know, like like Varys' little birds. They became Kyber. It was just, they use kids as spies. And they, like, they established the shit out of that, where yeah. kids are, like, stabbing fucking Maester Pycelle. And- but it's also very established that that is Viserys' gimmick. Not Varys. Varys. Varys' gimmick, not... They all, I think they all use it. Cause I don't even, think, no, I don't think some, he used the kid. Oh, yeah, he uses, kids. like, whores mostly, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Maybe he took a page out of... You you could I'm just saying you could like that that scene could be it sort of explained away. It was just, with the coin though, like it was. Yeah. It's such a Bravos <laughs> faceless yeah. thing. Like I gotta rewatch that scene. Uh, unless anybody has anything else, I think we'll we'll wrap up this episode of Westeros FM. Back here next Monday for episode three. Um, if you haven't listened to our gaming podcast, Talking Reckless, go check that out. Uh, and if you have a friend who maybe likes Game of Thrones and is watching along with us, uh, tell them about our podcast. Get them to listen. Yeah. We'd love to have more uh, listeners. Absolutely. You know? we got to grow this this podcast a little bit. Tell a friend. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Westeros FM. Mm-hmm. Look us up. We're going to have our own feed. We need three episodes, I think, before we can do our own feed. So We'll get we'll, them double that. We are, yeah. But uh, as of next week, we'll spin this out onto uh, its own iTunes feed. It won't be under Talking Reckless anymore. No? Nope. Hmm. It will still be under Talking Reckless also, so you don't have to... Don't worry, we'll talk about that next week. But uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you back here in a day. Please, if you enjoy what you heard, consider supporting us on Patreon.com slash Talking Reckless Podcast. And we'll see you here next week for Episode 3 of Game of Thrones. High in the halls of the kings who are gone Jenny would dance with her ghost The ones she had lost and the ones she had found And the ones who had loved her the most The ones who'd been gone for so very long She couldn't remember their names They spun her around on the damp old stones Spun away all her sorrow and pain And she never wanted to leave 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 Never wanted to leave